Today on Mob Rules, my throat gets chestier. <laughs> we talk about Frost. We talk about sex orgies. Ooh, and, I well, like yours. Th- that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Shadow Sword, Guy oh, Haley, Great Black like Library Book. We talk about that too. All, All that, that and much something else. else on Mob Rules. What's up, guys? Hey, Sean here. We gotta uh, make so sure our levels are uh, loudy. <laughs> so, so right. yeah, we're making sure our levels are right by starting off really quiet and then just having me yell into the microphone. Okay. Maybe we should um, set like a timer, uh, like every ten minutes. Just, like just we have yell. to just yeah. say something make really it louder. Loud and dumb. Mm. Dude, have, like, we uh, need a timer panic. to say something dumb. I'm yeah. fairly certain we don't need. I'm just oh. gonna have it anyway. <laughs> right, well. Yeah, yeah, we say dumb stuff a lot. Uh, Mob rules back. Well, I, I have to say, guys, we obviously had insider information when we decided to talk about Imperial Guard. Right as the new Imperial Guard Codex was coming out, that's, not that's you know a high, big yeah, round yeah, of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had no idea. That was what? just incredibly lucky because oh. yeah, the episode released mm. and like the same day they were like Codex of Hester Militarium is coming soon. Yeah, I, I, I should have like, yes. like I should have known because so like good. right before I started to edit that episode, like a whole bunch of stuff on Bowl started showing up and like uh, what was it Vault of Terra and stuff. Like all the people are like, oh, and here's like regiment like background on regiments, and then a few days later, and IG Codex is coming out. Or the not IG codex, like oh, the Austro-Militaro. <laughs> the re- people in the know knew. <laughs> I really wanted to see Vostroyan Perseborn so badly. Oh yeah, Perseborn, Perseborn, Vostroyan Perseborn. I mean, right now we're just spitting on each other saying it, so, so I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Make your own resume. Yeah, right? I don't Make understand why the mics have to be two inches apart from each other. By the way, John, can, uh, we, can we back up a little bit? <laughs> no, the yeah. new chairs no, are already right on top of there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like loads mm. of cool rules coming out for guard. Oh, yeah. uh, loads oh. of amazing regiments uh, from uh-huh. a, a tournament organizer perspective. Uh, I don't like. I, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get the. This is my regiment of Mordians. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. using Cadian models. Uh, <laughs> right beside them is this regiment of uh, Cam dogs. I'm using Cadian models. Yeah. <laughs> they're painted white. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all painted the same. I was kind of happy to see that. What was it like Warhammer World? Like they didn't they put the kibosh on that? Like at least like in their own thing. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they did. You can't just paint your shit red and say it's this. Like it actually has to be that model, or it has to be like an artistic representation of it. I, yeah, I, like, I enjoy Warhammer World. For those that don't know, they put out kind of a guide for like uh, if you want to play games that are events here. Mm-hmm. This is the minimum expectation. Mm-hmm. It's like the three color minimum. So, so like the Quinell special, the John special mm. over here, uh, and then there is that. Uh, this is good, but we could have it better, which is stage two, which oh, is like yeah. highlights and transfers <clears throat> and all that other kind of fun stuff. And then there was like just a bread primered model, and essentially they wrote no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like instituting yeah. that painting standard for for competitions at Warhammer World, but it was like mm-hmm. a super nice. Um, it was a super nice kind of uh, guide. I mean, it wasn't yeah. trying to shame anyone. It, they were like, you know, yeah, it's you got your colors in. You could probably do a little bit more, but that's fine. Uh-huh. So, like, it wasn't trying to shame anyone. It was just being yeah. like, this is our kind of our minimum expectations about what's going to happen. Oh, you know what? I, now that you mentioned... Oh, hmm, I don't what? know if I want to say yeah. this, but, like... Say, no, no, no. say, say. Go, so go, go. I, I don't remember them saying anything about, like, uh, uh, like China Cast. 
do you remember them saying anything about it? No. I, I know that's kind of been a thing in the past. Time, I, I don't think... I know, not that you should. Like, you absolutely no, no, should. But, no, yeah. you should not. Right. Don't use ChinaCast for anything. Um, mm. uh, like... I remember, like, uh, it's not like they're going to have, like, a scale at the door <laughs> yeah, yeah. where they're like, uh, sir, a Serestis uh, <laughs> uh, Knight fully painted should yeah. weigh 75 grams. <laughs> this is 72 grams. Uh, I'm going to need a stool sample from your knight. I really thin <laughs> the paints. I, I really thin the paints, I swear. <laughs> I'm going to have to shave off some of your foot so we can send it to our lab for testing. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's kind of like, it's, it's one of those things. It's mm-hmm. I mean, one thing at a time. It's going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. People use casts. It's, yeah. it's either... You're never going to get rid of it. I think I the, think the people yeah. who pay money to go to Warhammer World and pay money to go to Warhammer World events aren't necessarily those are going to be like, here's my fully casted communist <laughs> army, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I don't understand. What, you know, if you're going to go to someplace special like that, you're not taking garbage. No. It's, Which, by the way, I might need you to pick me up some command tanks. Just... I already, I already said okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's oh. literally. Uh, Dave uh, might be taking a little trip over. There's to no might. Mary- oh. oh, Dave is taking yes. a trip over to Mariel, England. When are you going? Uh, we're going next April. It's a 12-day oh, transatlantic okay. uh, cruise that ends that's in right. London. Uh-huh. And I have convinced the wife that we should go to Nottingham for Warhammer World uh. because that's where Robin Hood is from. And the Sherwood Forest, and she's all about and that. And she hangs out in Bugsman Bar, right? Right. Or he does. Oh, no, I showed her the breakfast specials there. She's all in. Oh, Robin Hood totally eats the hand. Yeah. Because yeah. ever since I released, I've released one of those Space Marine Command Tanks. So I'm like, only available to Warhammer World. I'm like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I have a list of things that I want to get from okay. Warhammer World. I want to send you <laughs> with a post-dated check. That's <laughs> only cashable in Iceland, as long as you're not hitting their <laughs> website. Hey, you want to know what's funny? I'm stopping over in Iceland oh on no, the way back. Oh, no, it's almost like I read your Twitter feed <laughs> <What>? today. <laughs> Stupid 24-hour layover in Iceland. Oh, whatever. Awesome. Okay, so Iceland is like one of... No, Greenland and Iceland oh. are two of the most expensive countries I've ever drank in. Just, just isn't really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all right. so expensive. So I thought Iceland was like really inexpensive. And like yeah. for a while there, they were pushing for like tourism. I, yeah, that? but I think a beer was like dollars or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. Man, Little okay. Island's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who would have thought stuff would be expensive? They have all um, the seawater to make beer out of. <laughs> you know? It'll be superb. But anyway, <laughs> Ted, what, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, working on the house still. I'm almost done. So pretty soon there'll be hobby stuff. I'm really stoked. Um, I'm supposed to, I, a friend of mine, uh, he's a firefighter, or he uh, like a, a, a forest firefighter. Um, so he goes down to like lower 48 and like puts out campfires that people lit that friends would smoke devastated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he came, he comes back and he's like, you know, I got this fat check, dude. <laughs> I'm going to buy all the armies. And, but what is this eighth edition thing? So, uh, like him and his firefighter buddies are like, what is eighth edition? And they're like, we're, so we're going to come over to your house, and I want you to like show us all how to play 8th edition. I'm like, I've played like three or four games of it, but hey, cool. <laughs> like, There's no rules. So we, what <laughs> if you were like, well, to truly understand the wonder of 8th edition, we must first start at Rogue Trader. And then you play like a game of 1st through 7th to show the, the changes. So I haven't heard from Ooh. Jeremiah in the last uh, <laughs> year. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of looking forward to that. It'll be like a good excuse. Like, you know, as I plan these things, I do this with like gallery shows. Like I, I plan a gallery show so that I actually paint because if I don't do that then I don't like paint and then you know like then the pressure last minute like forces me to do art 
Uh, and so, like, this is kind of the same thing. Is like some of uh, your best art actually comes out of that, by the way. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then, uh, but I think like this is the same thing. Is like if I schedule these games out, then I'll have to paint for the games and like actually do this. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, we're gonna do that, and then uh, um, make sure you tell them it's a three color minimum. No cast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Plus really, basing. <laughs> he was also saying he was like, yeah, I don't have the time to paint, but I have a lot of money. Like, oh, really? He's like, would you mind? <laughs> <laughs> you don't oh, have time for commissions. Shit. Well, he wanted to buy something that was already done. Like, you oh, should I be like, have I have this big check. I want to buy all the Warhammer armies. Be like, you know what you should do? <laughs> buy one and have it professionally painted to uh, tabletop uh, plus quality. I have an Iron Hands army that's You're only worth nine thousand dollars. <laughs> Do you You're have like, 9, I have an Iron Hands army for sale. How much is it worth? How much is your check? <laughs> yeah. Eight thousand two hundred thirty-eight dollars. Whoa, that's, that's such a, a coincidence. <laughs> I'll cut two bucks off so you can buy yourself a I'll coffee and holiday. I'll throw in this case. Normally, it's an extra fifty. So, but because we're friends, you know, <laughs> Damies. <laughs> so, so that was that, uh, or will be that, hopefully. Um, I think the the hobby things. Uh, what I, I worked on, I've been working on my Primaris. Um, nice. Got a few Primaris Ooh. guys like made. I saw on the YouTube channel you oh, put the, up a video of the 30th edition Primaris Marine. Yeah, uh, sand legs, sand leg, sand head, sand forearm. I, I died a little bit when I read the the title, and then I watched the video, and I went. I actually like that. So. <laughs> it's only 80% 30th anniversary. <laughs> Going to need that extra leg back you're, you're for like, me, though. You're like that cheap meat you get at the grocery store. It's like, no, 72% cami. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Taco Bell. Um, oh, no, there's no meat there. <laughs> yeah, that's no. right. That's right. They got in trouble for that. Um, and then, so, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was, a, it was fun putting that together. Um, and then let's see what was the other thing. Oh, so um, those aggressors that I put together, uh, I don't know if you saw, but I had uh, I, I clear coated them several weeks ago, um, but right, I didn't, right. I didn't check the humidity. Normally, like I've gotten to the habit of like checking the phone, like what's the weather like, and then hitting it. I was like, well, it's it's inside in my garage, no big deal. Oh, they're turning gray. Fuck, ghosted. Um, so well, they're, they're iron hands, so gray works, yeah. right? Yeah, you're fine. No, no. <laughs> so, but it's like a weird phenomenon. Like, I mean, not only does it like dull everything with the ghosting, yeah. but like the the silver color doesn't become like a dull um, chromatic. It becomes like a gray, like just straight up, like you paste it, like painted it with space holes gray. So or something almost like, like you went back to the start, and it's like an unprimed <laughs> model again. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if GW just has a paint away <laughs> spray where you're like, "Fuck, I got them confused oh, again. I got to go buy more oh, like unpaint away spray." I think thing. I've done that. <laughs> but so, so I actually like uh, posted on the uh, uh, Warhammer uh, TV site. It's like, "Yo, like, what's what can I do about fogging?" You know, like I, I I'm sure it's my fault because of the humidity, or maybe I didn't shake the can well enough, or whatever. But uh, what's a good way of going about it? And then um, I don't want to actually mention who it was, but one of my buddies was like, hey, uh, if you take an aerosol can, um, turn it upside down and spray it so it's using the lacquer, um, it re- uh, it, it'll undo the fogging process. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I've never heard about that before. And then, of course, like somebody else was like, oh, you should do the olive oil thing. And I think like you and I were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. And the olive oil rubs off, so you don't want to do that, right? I think it was kind of like the consensus we came to, or maybe I was talking I, to somebody I, else. I don't know. I don't remember <clears throat> coming to consensus. Oh, I heard okay. this thing worked. Uh, maybe, like, honestly, like before, all I've done is like it. when I see frosting, yeah, because I shook the can really well and just coated that shit until the white went away. That's. Hmm. I think if you hit it early on, I found that was successful, mm-hmm. but I haven't had much luck with that. Um, 
So, so, and I think you know everybody has like different solutions, and they're not wrong. They're just like I think like per case. Um, and I think like uh, so eventually like Warhammer uh, TV people, um, just Warhammer TV gets back to me. There's actually no people. It's just Warhammer TV. Uh, they're, like, <laughs> they're like Skynet right now. Yeah. <laughs> no one works there. <laughs> they're like, yo, dog, uh, check Lamia Medium and do use that, which I never would have thought about. <clears throat> So it's like, all right, well, I'm gonna, and I actually have a video that, uh, well, today I posted it, but when this comes out, it'll be Wednesday. Um, so I posted that on kind of like going through the process. So I took Lamium Medium, and I took like three coats before it started to like knock back a lot of the frosting. But it seemed like in some spots, it was a little bit more frosted than others. So like the edge of some of the guns and stuff like that were a little bit whitish. Um, and then, of course, like that, like I was saying, like the, the metallics never actually became metallic again. It was just like gray. Um, and that was, you know, that's uh, the tabletop, decent, good. Um, I tried the upside down aerosol can and fucking painted the thing white. <laughs> like, God damn it! I, I can just hear Ted now. Dear Warhammer TV, I took your advice and I was unhappy with the result. Well, unfortunately, the, those are somebody else. <laughs> Warhammer TV did the labium, but yeah, a strong word to my senator. Oh, man. For some reason, I thought it would be more impactful if you heard keys and not me actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Wrong. <laughs> it was good. Mm. Uh, so, the, and then I think like at, towards the end, of like, well, fuck, why not just try Ard Coat? So I watered down Ard Coat and then put Lamium Medium on top of it. And I think that was kind of like comparable. So I guess if you have frosting, like that, those were two solutions that like if you're not super, because like. I felt that my my aggressors were at like bottom level master class. Like I felt like really good about them. They like look really good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and so like anything less than that like it makes me really unhappy. Mm-hmm. So I will I I got I retrieved about 90% of their paint, you know, like the quality. Yeah. Um but if if that if you're okay with that like if you're a tabletop so gamer is that now like, like it's good. high level eBay. Is that like <laughs> the level low, low level yeah, master class? It's yeah. uh, pro painted. So, uh, well, no, no, no. It's all pro painted. Ah, right, right. It's, it's a B plus. Like a plus someone plus. could pay me a dollar to paint a model, and technically, I'm a pro painter. That's, oh god. Oh, I remember when that used to mean something. Mm. It never meant anything. It did back I, in. Like I will the say though, I remember you saying uh, right now about art code. Art code is like one of my favorite technical paints. Oh, yeah. Just because like you can use it like really sparingly mm-hmm. to kind of start drawing the eye to certain bits. Hmm. Um, How are like, you using it? So I use he it. He just al- said sparingly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I use on. it a lot on my um, <laughs> listen skills on, on Tyranids. <laughs> okay. So if there's like a, a God, particular that's a part nice of the ball sack, yeah. I know it's really <laughs> shiny. Well, I did it's use wax. it on the tip of my wang cannon. <laughs> um, but like, uh, for example, like I I, I pro painted like okay. a Dima Karen for for one of my friends, and I'm like. It's one of those shitty things where you paint someone for something else, uh, mm-hmm. or you paint something for someone else, and you're like, I really like that color scheme, and I now wish my entire army <laughs> was that color scheme. Oh, but darn. it was like, it was, he wanted a monochrome Adi McCarran, so I like uh-huh. it was like black and white oh. and gray, and I was like, man, that looks really dull. So I kind of added in some flesh bits, mm-hmm. and then added in more, and then there was a ton of flesh bits, and I'm like, oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> but it looked really good, that's so what I did. The claws, so it was like a black chitin. Uh-huh. Or, or, or chitin or like because I yeah. can yell that but I wasn't going to correct you <laughs> you were sure. wrong but I was going to let you have it I've literally been yelled at before <laughs> mispronouncing really? it from like internet comments Whoa, about okay. it. Um, but you're, you're from another country so, so I don't know so maybe that's the way to kind of differentiate the, the black chitin and, and the claws I used the art coat like a couple of coats on just the claws oh, okay. and it hmm. just really shined it up and it kind of just again just that difference in texture mm. it really does something like super sense. easy yeah. so I mean and that's something so a painter of my level 
if you look at something like a power sword mm-hmm. or like a, a power axe or any kind of force sword, if you just do like a couple of really thin coats of uh, art coat on those weapons, mm-hmm. it kind of gives it a gloss shine that, that mm-hmm. you're not going to get kind of and other things. And again, draws attention to that part of the model. So you're like, don't look at the retard eyes I drew on there. <laughs> <laughs> look at this sword I looked at a tutorial on doing. <laughs> Huh. So if only I knew that, like as a kid, I would have just like cut out pictures of boobs and put them on different things of the model. We have like, a guy who puts boobs on models. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, Wesley. <laughs> I, I don't. What are, what else do you have in your army? I'm not seeing anything other than that dreadnought. Uh, <laughs> the guys like six cow boots with boobs. <laughs> yeah. and boob boots. And mm. Nothing else. No, there's other models there. I, I can't see them beyond the boobs. Um, so that's that's kind of been my my thing. Nice. My thing, nice. Yeah. Dave, you've been busy, busy little bee. I most certainly have. I, I have to say before you start, I'm very, your primaries are turning out looking fantastic, and I really wish I had your color scheme. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is turning into a thing where we're like, whoa, <laughs> stunning Grass news guy on. doesn't like painting yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's funny. Just a second ago, you mentioned that you see a color scheme and you go, yeah, wish I'd painted my army that. So Cody is working on his stuff, and we were trying to decide between his two color schemes of black. He wanted either a black Primaris army for his stuff, because, you know, mine are purple and gray, so okay. he wanted it to be different, and or uh, a completely bone-colored army. Kind of mm-hmm. think uh, old-school GW skeleton bone. Hmm. Uh, and I told him... Like Deathwing? No. No, Deathwing is more whiter. This oh. was, like, more bleached, well, well, dirty. Old-school Deathwing mm-hmm. is kind of what you think about, Ted, not new-school Deathwing. Right. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to do that... And I told him, painting black is a pain in the butt. And then I asked Phil how he managed to paint so many Deathwing. Uh, and he got it pro-painted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> got it's it Phil's eBay. dirty secret. You have to yeah. be 100% painted on his channel, but he pays uh, Asian laborers to, to paint it for him. Mm. <laughs> his Are they, they're catechins then? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I, I took Phil's... I took Phil's uh, scheme to see if it was something that Cody would be able to do, you know, for oh, simple, because yeah. Cody's never painted a model before in okay. his life. Uh, right now, all he's doing is building models that put he thinks look cool. Put the brush in the hands. Right. It puts it the like... paint on the model. <laughs> it's, okay. it's just... It uh, thin the paints with the water, right. or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> Boy, I, I, Cody is right now, like, 90% of the people that... You know, of the views of all of Duncan's videos, he's ninety percent. If you look on there, oh, and it uh, says twenty-seven million views. I, he is twenty still, million by himself. I, I still <laughs> really want to do like a parody video where we take some of um, oh yeah GW's like Duncan footage and just like cut in our own footage of like a broken, dirty child out of frame, like like reaching out to grab the model and doing all the painting <laughs> while he's just sitting there talking. <laughs> when that when that wipe happens, yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> just did the slamming of a dressing room door that says call me when it's painted <laughs> but anyway yeah so he so, watches the tutorial so the tutorial is uh, dry brush uh, uh, gray then dry brush uh, Fenrisian gray I can't remember what the first one is and then wash and uh, null oil I believe it's it's standard mechanicus or something like that standard mechanicus gray yeah, yeah. then uh, ashen no it's ashen then standard mechanicus and then null oil that's his oh, wow. no oil. it's Fenrisian or Fenrisian? Yeah. <laughs> so so I used Eshin on the model because I didn't have Fenrisian because of painting Space Wolves. That's, who does that? Mm-hmm. So I got I, I got the wash done and I took it over to him and I said, all right, so this is what it looks like. And then I finished painting the model for him. It, it, this was one of my own intercessors that I'm never going to get around to painting because I have 30 of them uh, uh, as a test model for him. And when it was done, I looked at it and went, that was so much easier than painting my models the color that I'm painting my models and these look awesome. Mm. 
So you're going to keep his models? Uh, no. Why not? Yeah, I just send him you off can. with purple ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Swapsies. <laughs> so he's uh, he's busy painting his stuff right now. He's finished his 1,000 points uh, that he built that he had to build for this uh, Reddit painting competition that we're not really in, that we're kind of in. That was the impetus for him to actually full-on <laughs> buy models. I joined a, a sculpting uh, competition and... Didn't sculpt a single thing. No. <laughs> Therefore, winning by not participating. Yes, I did not fail. I failed the least. Hey, you won by default. <laughs> so we got that. Such a lie. <laughs> we got that going on. But while he's working on stuff, and and I've been painting my Primaris slowly. Um, like I finished my captain, and I finished the banner guy, mm-hmm. and I'm. <clears throat> I, I love the way the banner guy came out, and I love the way the captain came out. I put like okay. uh, like I I read a uh, watched a tutorial video to on how to. Sp- uh, spray paint a power sword and I was getting ready to do that after having finished everything else on the model mm. and I thought about it and went spray paint a power sword? I'm not spray paint airbrush sorry. Oh, okay. airbrush a power sword and I looked at it and I went there's no way I'm not going to get white no, two no. shades of blue no, and black no. all over the rest of this so <laughs> so I instead did the I can't exact they, they, they said to do that after you paint no, everything? no no they said to do it beforehand oh okay alright I didn't have time before Ursa to do that <laughs> oh okay yeah that's gonna be like all the tape and like fine cut slivers going in between the so uh, yeah it was, it was I was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna wet blend it okay so I spent an hour wet blending a power sword to an airbrush quality that takes five minutes oh shit and I'm stoked. With it. I think it looks yeah? amazing. Okay. I, I personally think it looks great. It, okay. I was like, yay. I disagree. I haven't seen it, but I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I brought it just to show you. Oh, you disagreed? You? Oh, okay. Um, That's good. No. Like, I, he knew you disagreed. Yeah. I was like, that son of a bitch. Is I had it in my dis- pocket. See, look at my mop. Joke's oh, on you. It's broken. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> I know, should have sat on it. Managed to do the eyes perfectly. Yeah? Okay. Did the banner guy. Did the eyes on the banner mm. perfectly. Did the banner great. Got uh, Dante, a uh, commission painter up here. Oh, okay. Uh, was yeah. like, oh, man, I might have I've to heard pay you to come over and uh, paint my banners. And I was like, <laughs> you Ferret don't. Ferret Forge Studios. <laughs> Is it Ferret <laughs> Forge? Yeah. Ferret Forge. It's my only dislike about his his painting skills. What? It's the name. the name. Oh. Mm. You know. He likes ferrets. He's got like a hundred ferrets mm. running through his house and tubes and stuff. It so makes, it makes sense. sense. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but he was like, you should come paint the banners. I was like, ha, ha, ha. No. I just have like an ingrained racism against ferrets. Is that really a racism? They are a race. Yeah, they are a race. Like <laughs> a speciest, I guess. Yeah, you freaking speciest. <laughs> I bet you don't like meerkats either. <sighs> oh no, they're adorable. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're the ferrets of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay when ferrets are in the jungle. So. <laughs> they're away from me. <laughs> so yeah, I spent my time working on that. Uh, we got Cody's stuff ready, and then I took Cody to play his very first game of Eighth Edition. Ooh, against girl? what? Cherry yeah. popping. It was awesome. So we played last night against oh. our buddy Tyson, and and um, I've got uh, Danny. Uh, Danny was originally it was supposed to be me and Cody versus Tyson and Danny. Yeah, but Danny couldn't make it because we had to reschedule because Cody got sick first. Oh, okay. So, but uh, Danny doesn't lower himself to playing intro <laughs> games. <laughs> he was stoked to play. Actually, I, no, Danny's a great guy. Yeah, uh, I because I, I love. And I, from what I understand, he's actually amazing to be a first game against. So I was like, oh, Danny, perfect. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Uh, Tyson, not so much. Because uh, you played Tyson, yeah. and you're like, all right, it's a friendly game. He's just learning how to what? Yeah. <laughs> you will learn Curb how stop? super heavies and flyers and characters work. Oh. So Danny and Tyson played on Saturday, and Danny said, you should change your list to this and use Raven Guard tactics, Tyson, and you'll probably win against Cody. And I 
which is fine because Cody's never played before, and so this was literally his first experience playing. So Cody okay. brought his army of uh, four aggressors, a unit of four aggressors, a unit of three aggressors, a captain and Gravis, because those are the things he thinks look sexy, and mm-hmm. I can't blame him. I really do like Gravis I mean, I myself. I blame him on the, the aggressors. <laughs> I mean, unless you follow a sweet shoulder pad tutorial, they, they don't look sexy. I, I highly recommend that, and uh, actually uh, change, create new accounts, so I mean, we get ad right. revenue. Where on yeah. earth Go for it. Find, <laughs> find a tutorial for how to make them sexy. Uh, well, I thought about doing a, a uh, painting tutorial on mine, because it looks so good, but, uh, oh. but it was after the fi- I'd finished oh. it, I was like, oh, oh that's too bad. I should have done one. So he goes over to play. Do it again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Strip them and do it again. No. Tech and spray Let me clear cut your model for you. (laughs) Ted, I heard upside down is bad. It is bad. It's bad. Oh, it's white. Start over, Dave. I'm switching to to, to interject. I actually like did all those techniques on like the video. So as I'm being like model, (laughs) oh shit. (laughs) Well, you just you just got yourself one more view. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> just one. <laughs> so uh, seven total aggressors, captain, uh, a redemptor with the uh, Gatling cannons, and uh, a repulsor. Tyson brought Ravenwing, uh, tons of bikes, huh. and then some jump pack troops. Huh. I have to tell you that I fully expected Cody to just get absolutely wrecked because Tyson had like 20 bikes mm-hmm. and uh, Fat cock. 15 jump pack troops. No, actually. It's, 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 <laughs> he's kind of. Yeah, it's, all right. I mean, I saw him in the shower once. You know. the, uh, so he's a like, grower, oh, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like. <laughs> Sorry. He, uh, I don't know why that was funny. I was like, oh, shit. Cody's. He brought like a really bad. I'm just going to wreck this. I was wrong. I was so wrong. It wasn't even funny. No. Uh, aggressors. Are the best thing in 40k I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Asterix within 12 inches of the enemy. It's 18 inches yeah. within 18 inches. <laughs> Asterix, do not let your aggressors get charged. <laughs> um, dude, if, if your aggressors stood still and you get charged, you get to shoot twice. Mm. That's six six dice per model Shit. times two. And all did, did he go flame or did he go? Uh, no, he, he went Gatling guns. Fuck. Um, oh, I love it. Like the one time I used them, like they they march along, nothing ever hurt them. But you know, like anything got within that like that small little bubble is like ah, kill zone. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, <laughs> I need to get a repulsor. Uh, done. You, you want to see uh, twenty Ravenwing bikes turned to turned to dust? Shit, really? He, he by the end of the first round of shooting, uh, one of the ten man bike squads was uh-huh. uh, wiped down to three models, oh. and the other one was down by by two or three models. Okay. <clears throat> And uh, I found a cool new stratagem that I didn't know existed that I wish I had uh, that has to do with uh, deep striking models. Yeah. What's that? Uh, two CP, and you get to uh, inner shoot them like they like uh, interceptor. Oh, okay. This is my favorite stratagem. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but if you have four uh, aggressors who haven't moved and somebody deep strikes right next to them, fuck. Uh, do you know what it looks like when 48 dice get rolled? Yeah, we, but we, usually we it's when I orcs. yeah <laughs> they're like don't impress me. Uh, <laughs> but when space marines do it, that is pretty impressive. Uh, was, <laughs> they uh, actually hit. Four, four guys with D six assault grenades oh. plus, uh, or I'm sorry, it was eight D six assault grenades and then twelve shots per model on Gosh. his. Uh, I could really see like I mean throwing like a lieutenant or whatever that lets you reroll shit like run around with those guys that would be amazing. Huh? Standard marine bomb. Oh, so uh, Cody's cherry popping game was one that uh, Tyson is a never going to forget because he mm-hmm. was 
he's, he, he's just pissed. He was like, Dark Angels can't have aggressors or redemptors or repulsors because mm, the... Yeah, they can. They can, because, but his Imperium, he didn't have the Space Marine Codex. He only <laughs> has the uh, the Imperium Index 1, which oh. lists what Primaris you can have, and they weren't in Index 1. Mm. It's almost like they were released after Index it's 1. It's almost like it, Almost yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was... He Tyson had a, Tyson was a, a great sport, but okay. good, salty, just semi salt. Yeah, super <laughs> salt, super salty, <laughs> bittersweet, bitter salt. Uh, salt I learned that Cody salt. makes rolls a lot of sixes for his shooting, and also cannot make a single armor save. <laughs> so I should play him and go first. Blood <laughs> all of my shooting. Yeah, you really should. So uh, yeah, I've had a great two weeks of hobby time. I've I really enjoyed what I've been doing. Yay, hobby time. And Yay. I helped somebody work on a floor. That was awesome. Yeah. That has nothing to do with hobby. Well, yeah, hobby time. I mean, Thank flooring you for that. can be a hobby. Yeah. And if you want to see uh, pictures of Dave na- somewhat naked, uh, go uh, friend me. On- I should <laughs> warn you, it is uh, safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> the internet collectively is like, oh. <laughs> we want to know what Dave does under his clothes. <laughs> well, I'm naked under my clothes. <laughs> 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 I thought everyone was. Uh, well, I have had, well, not super productive uh, the past couple of weeks. I did play a game. Uh, mm-hmm. I played a, a hyper-competitive tournament game mm. uh, against uh, Wallace O'Donnell, who came third in the mm. tournament we ran. Um, I target prioritized incredibly wrong. Because mm. um, I, I, I'm still a little 7th edition in my head. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I think kill shot predators. I think, oh, a predator squadron to have kill shot. No, no, it's just three predators within six inches of each other. Okay. Um, like, add one to their damage, one to the, like, mm-hmm. that one to everything. So, he had predator autocannons that were, like, doing four damage for every hit. Whoa! Um, really? Yeah. It was, so I, I didn't take that out uh, soon enough. And it kind of, because a lot of my army, I have a bunch of dreadnoughts. But that's, okay. That's, that's, that's my gig. I, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Hey, um, can't go wrong. Yeah, you and your redemptors? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. You're over it for now? Uh, I, I said hyper competitive. <laughs> no, not fun and friendly. Um, but I did face Aww. against a redemptor. Um, but I was fielding for the first time my um, double storm cannon Leviathan. Um, Ooh. It was ridiculously sexy. I love mm. it so much. Uh, whatever I pointed at it, mm-hmm. or I pointed it at, died. Mm. It took out a predator with one round of shooting, with one gun. Mm. Yikes! It took Gulliman down to one wound with one round of shooting from mm. one gun. Uh, mm. It wiped out two Imperial Guard squads in one turn. It wiped out like just anything I pointed it at died. Because mm. um, yeah, I'm rolling ten dice for each gun. Oh wow! Oof. It's it's minus two damage. It's uh, two damage a piece. Mm. It's in my little bubble, so I'm re-rolling once to hit, re-rolling once to wound. Oh, because you also had Gulaman? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not a cheesemonger. I just had a captain <laughs> and a lieutenant. So like that little bomb there. Mm. But it was a lot of fun. You know, I learned a lot. I'm trying to get my competitive game kind of up and going. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a it was a good learning experience. I had like three or four assault squads and reserve. Um, like I said, the, the problem is the way I've built the list is if I don't go first, it's very, very rough. And I did mm. not go first. Mm. So, because, um, you know, you go first, you know, you drop your assault squads down so you get some board control and he can drop anything down. Mm. You shoot everything up. And, like, my army throws out such firepower, like, in turn one, that is ridiculous. Okay. And it just it didn't work out great. 
Um, but no, it was a very fun game. Wallace is a great opponent. Uh, I yeah. liked it afterwards. I'm like, hey, man, let's talk about what yeah. happened. And like, was willing to go over the game and kind of like, we're learning to, you know, help improve. Cool. Um, so yeah, I, I put some colors down on my um, Leviathan. I just kind of, it's just silver right now, so I still need to kind of do. Okay. I magnetized the Leviathan. Yeah, you're super, about super that. easy to do. I was like mm-hmm. really surprised, like how yeah. easy it was. Um, so that was your first magnetizing job, right? In a long, oh, a long time, long, okay. long, yeah. long time. The last thing I magnetized was, shit, I don't even remember. It was oh, okay, that long ago. Yeah, um, but no, it the was really doors. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. <laughs> It was really easy. It turned out looking really good. I can't see the magnet, so I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also started working on the trophy for my next tournament, which mm. is the inaugural Ultramar Cup, mm. which is what That's we're really calling cool our uh, newbie league. I can't um, wait to not win that. Oh. <laughs> so it's kind of it, it's in an effort to kind of grow the community because I mean we're starting to see a kind of our, our main tournament attendance is up or is like continues to be up, continues to be great. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of it's still kind of a core group of about four or five players who mm-hmm. are who are placing in those top five places, and it just yeah. kind of rotates around. Right. Um, and and there seems to be kind of a stagnation of learning. So like our new players are coming in, and they're either you know playing uh, someone who is just way way better than them with a way way better list, or kind of the same guy they play all the time. So in the order, or they just don't come out. It's like, hey, what's the point? I don't want to play. You know these yeah. people right. so we uh, nate and i uh my buddy nate we came up with an idea with our local store tier one that we're going to run this uh newbie event where if you have qu- uh, finished in the top four in any of that store's events you can't enter um so so that kind of that's brought some of our garage hammer players out because like oh well so oh. There, there, there's a chance cool um and the idea is is you graduate out of this tournament eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Nate and I were talking, like, if a guy comes in, like, we have our two-hour rounds. Um, if he tables everyone all three games in an hour, thank you for coming. Please don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the nicest yeah, possible way. I was like, oof. That's rough. <laughs> but, you know, like, in the nicest possible way, because that's mm-hmm. not what that's for. There's an event for that. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not designed to be like a SEAL Club in event where, you know, like, oh, man. <laughs> well, please, I've never placed in an event. Mo-ha-ha-ha. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of going to involve it and we're growing it. Um, we're doing some modified open war missions because I really love that open war deck. Oh, they're so... That's so so <laughs> I, I've split the, the objectives into two. And we're going to have a primary mission, which is objective-based, and the secondary mission, which is mm-hmm. the non-objective things, like, you know, kill one person or kill points or, or something like that. Um yeah, just super hyped. So we're working on the trophy right now. The trophy will be kept at the store. We're going to put people's names on it. Oh, cool. There's a little bit of carved grass. Uh, grass. <laughs> carved ass. glass. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> which is just got like a nice little silhouette of a space marine on it. And it's simply, it's not going to say winner. It just says mm-hmm. uh, 10th Company Veteran. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Because the 10th Company is, is what? Your, is your scout. Scout squad. Yeah. It's your scouts. So like you survive. So I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of good feedback. A lot of people are very excited for, for yeah. it as well. So. That's going to be tomorrow because obviously everyone listens to this as soon as it comes out. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Uh, and then on top of that, I got to do super fun um, administrative bureau- bureaucratic things for next year's 
mm. uh, Battles on Ursa convention, the, our, our big uh, Alaska tournament. Mm-hmm. So I booked a meeting room and set up my first meeting, <laughs> <gasps> which is still 40K related, so it's still hobby progress. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, using my work connections. Got a meeting room. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay for it. But it was free. <laughs> it, it was free. Yeah. It's excessive. Um, oh, and I picked up uh, a cheap uh, night. Was it Lancer? Mm. The, the Casker Knight Lancer. Oh, yeah. Oh, started, started, right. Uh, yeah. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, and I started repainting that. Uh, mm. So it was like black and bronze. So then I sprayed it gold mm-hmm. uh, and then painted it red. And I'm like, yeah, because I love Game of Thrones. I'm like, yeah. And I always want to do like oh. all of my knights like House Lannister knights. So, huh. you know, you'd have like Jamie and Cersei and, you know, like. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, Ted, you don't watch Game of Thrones. So, you know. <laughs> What's TV? So, so I posted it up, and like the first reply was, like, "Oh, cool, Iron Man." I'm like, "No, uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones." So, so they're probably all like remembering uh, Nate's I, scheme of like, yeah, the, yeah, that's <laughs> it specifically sweet. went Iron Hand or uh, Iron, Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron yeah, Man. for his suit. But yeah, that that is kind of mm-hmm. be my hobby progress. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to continue working on the Leviathan just because. Oh God, I love that guy so much. Mm-hmm. Like the the like you should marry it. I really should because like you describing I think the, in Australia, the, the stats when the, the opponent is like, what does that do? Well, <laughs> let me tell you, it has uh, two storm mm-hmm. cannons. They're uh, strength seven, AP minus two, mm-hmm. two damage each. Oh, how many shots? Oh, ten. Okay, for both of them? No, 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 each. Yeah. Each. Uh, and then also, what's that? Is that? Oh, it's got two heavy flamers as well. So please don't pay no mind. Pay no mind. Pay no pay no mind to those. Just charge it. That's (laughs) fine. Um, So yeah, I want to get that guy painted up, Um, and then yeah, I'm waiting for Shade Spire right now. Mm. That's that's Mm going to be my jam. Mm -hmm. I want it to I want it to be my jam, but I'm not allowed to buy any more models until I finish painting everything they already have. (laughs) I've been told. Uh, You just need to ride that wave, sir. We I, all get that ultimatum. <laughs> you know what I miss about like old school uh, Warhammer Fantasy is you can call it square basing. I don't square base. You know, like now you can't do that. You can't. You, I can't age a Sigmar. You know, like it's you, you can't have that like elitist thing where you like. Throw well, you still can like, but but it doesn't come off like it, you know. Square basing has like this nice derogatory kind of feel to it. Like well, if you're using it that way, <laughs> it still does. Because at a, at our uh, Age of Sigmar Ooh. tournament uh, at, at Battles of Ursa, uh-huh. we did have a guy who had movement trays and square. Oh, bases okay. And everything oh. kind of in there. So I was like, uh, yeah, it's, it's still a thing. Yeah. I was like, good for Not you, the same, sir. But that's mm. cool. Good on him. He's taking it back. I'm my yeah. my Skaven are still on square bases, so it we still have eight thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't afford the eight thousand thirty-two mil bases. I haven't primed this single one of them let alone like change their faces i, I actually started a gofundme for your skaven so uh, <laughs> so you can afford the bases jesus le christ <laughs> well considering like everything's like going to 32 mil bases i have a whole bunch of 25s laying around like <laughs> oh. Oh, poor yeah. 25 mil bases we have to do like a eulogy for 25 so, I, bases. yeah There's... i had like i had a small freezer bag that was like my extra bases and like it's actually slowly become like i had to get a second bag because of like all the extra like 25 millimeters <laughs> that i've been like swapping out for like 32s and don't uh, don't imperial guard come on 20 25 i don't have imperial uh, they guard do. they do yeah so a lot of it does just like, uh, get some conscripts <laughs> well orcs are still on 25s but i'm upgrading the knobs to 32s so i really enjoyed um the conscript <clears throat> fix that they talked about oh what was that so they were like not. hey guys <laughs> don't don't worry we we fix conscripts they're not cheesy anymore I'm like oh sweet what'd you do it's like uh they can't be any bigger than a unit of 30. Uh, yeah, you bro, that's, that's not the problem. Uh, Could you not make the commissar work with them so their morale doesn't like uh, get better? Right, we got to They only get an order on a four plus now. You're wow. Like, wow. Mm. Great. Also, not the issue. The yeah. commissar interaction with the, <laughs> the conscripts, we fixed it, guys. 
You can't put them in a chimera. Like, ah, <laughs> we couldn't do that before. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we, we had a nice actual civil discussion about it and the fact that uh, I like to play devil's advocate. And I thought, well, you know, <laughs> conscript spam hadn't existed before this book was probably written in the grand scheme of things. You know, yeah. in, I, in I have sense. very heavy memories of a game of 40K I played out at the metagame. This is how old it is. So it was like oh. late, early 7th, late 6th edition. Yeah. Um, and I think I was playing against, oh shoot, what was it? It was, it was some guy there, but it was like a thousand points was the mm. level. And he took 200 conscripts Jesus. <laughs> against my space Marines at a thousand points. Was that, that, that was that one, the uh, unbound Cannon. one, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That wasn't unbound. That was part of the league. Remember oh, that like escalation okay. league they had right. going out there? Hmm. They were just as broken <laughs> in, in the last one. Because it was like, shit. I'm going to charge your conscripts with my uh, with my mega knobs. And they're like, okay, so I have 18,000 uh, Overwatch shots. <laughs> this is like, whatever. Yeah. Roll Shoot them. Roll them. Go. <laughs> All right. One wound. Got it. <laughs> so yeah, That's so yeah, it's, it's been it's been a thing, but yeah, well, but it's, it's, I, I don't remember seeing it in seventh in, in our local tournaments up here, really no. in the grand well, scheme of things. So the, 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 it's because what you had to do the only way to get conscripts before in seventh was you had to take a command squad. Then your was it two squads or three squads as part of your platoon, mm. and then you attach conscripts to that. The reason with eight they're so prevalent is because you don't have there's no platoon anymore. You don't have to work Just within that troop. Yeah, yeah, you, mm. you don't have to work within that troop structure anymore. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I want to believe that GW but had this book written before then. You so. know what, though? You know, playing devil's advocate, as you so like to do? I do love it. If, <laughs> if you can't kill 50 toughness three models with a five-up save, mm-hmm. time to rethink your army a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, no, I have no problem killing those things. Yeah. It's giant yeah. murder-death admech robots that are uh, giving call a <laughs> oh, hug God. that give me issues. Struggle uh, cuddles. Mm. Oh, man. Well, that seems like anyway. a good time to go to break yeah. with <laughs> our struggle that. cuddles. Uh, we're going to be right back. Loudy noises. Loudy we're going to talk about something. I'm yeah. good. Loud. Yeah. Do you like cookies but want something more British? Buy biscuits. Not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits. For dunking in your British tea. Stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits. As recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. So what about that book we read? Oh man, we read a book. Oh. That's right. Oh. There was tanks in there and explosions and stuff. What? Wait, wait, wait. There were tanks? Uh, which book did you what read? What did we read? I thought I, w- I read Shadow of Elf Sword oh. by Terry I, Goodkind. I, I read Shadow Subterraneans d- by Kerouac. I, <gasps> I read Shadow Swords, a Lord of the Rings fanfic. <laughs> About the further adventures of Bilbo in the Elven Land. I love that Bilbo sounds a lot mm. like Dildo. Like, it's always made me happy. That was actually the anime oh. in the book. <laughs> Dildo. Bilbo versus Dildo. Uh, so. It kind of was, according to this oh, yeah. book. This was a very... This, um, I, I, okay, so Shadow Sword by Guy Haley. Uh, the sequel <laughs> to Baneblade. Which we haven't read. Which I haven't read, but I'm going to go back and read now. Sure. Um, yeah. So you, you, while there's kind of like character development in Baneblade... Mm. You don't necessarily have to have read it. I feel to get it was the a good standalone. It was yeah. a good sta- it was a great standalone. Yeah. It filled a lot in for you. Um, yeah, um, you know, um, we got to see some kind of everyday workings of the the Astra Militarum. That was yeah. awesome. Which I, was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Actually, I think I read. I was. I started to read that book. 
Um, I, I I bought it in Las Vegas, and I think I ta- like started reading it, and then I talked to Andy Smiley because they they did that uh that thing like the his lecture and like Q and A where like what do you want to know oh, about it, uh, working for, for Black Library? Yeah. yeah, and you know like I was just going like there's a lot of these tank battles and everything, and I'm and as as I was reading through there, I was like holy shit, like it really sounds like these people knew what the hell they're talking about, and you know one person was like, so how many people uh on your in Black Library have military experience? He's like absolutely none. <laughs> <laughs> like <Yeah>. whoa <laughs> i mean granted i don't have military experience so like you could and he threw the cheese into the fire like is that a real military thing do you throw cheese in yeah. the fire to make yeah. smoke well oh, i mean okay. interesting not <laughs> to disrespect anyone and you know in any military or earth but you can google a lot of information yeah and that's the thing is like he was like they researched the crap out of it and of course like if you're writing mil- basically like sci-fi military like fiction yeah of course you're gonna like <laughs> have a better working knowledge than ted <laughs> <laughs> but um so so Maybe. this book <laughs> kind of is, is split into kind of i would say two or three main stories um you yeah. have kind of the story of the crew of the um oh, burping here that's terrible mm. it's like last uh, episode the crew of the shadow sword is mm-hmm. kind of like and their kind of adventure throughout uh yeah. that's kind of your 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 a story mm-hmm. um your backup story would be kind of the the governmental politics of the planetary governor and kind of the ruling family which mm-hmm. again was like my favorite part of the book i would almost say that that one took as much precedence as the um the the main crew story oh for I sure mean, it was like well, they were in tandem it was like, the driving the reason for being yeah. there in the first yeah, place so. right right and then there was, there was your sea story point. of your goddamn mary sue space marine showing up out of nowhere doing all the bear <laughs> that's right you know what my favorite part was is that uh they were an imperial fist uh you know successor chapter uh, and uh, died all of them. So oh. you know, uh, no, actually they didn't. But you know, spoilers. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> remember we were going to put a page in every single book at Barnes oh, and yeah. Noble. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> um, so you're right, Dave. Yeah. So spoilers, spoilers all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about the book and, and kind of things mm-hmm. inside it. So if you have not read the book, uh, just mute us. Don't stop us. <laughs> Don't stop downloading. Just just mute the thing. Or do what we did and read it today. So you, know. <laughs> you guys did. I yeah, I love six months some, ago. Some, yeah, I love my I love my job sometimes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so um, the the book kind of follows along with uh, Bannock, mm-hmm. uh, who is our kind of our our, our Bane Blade tank commander from the first book, um, and kind of his motley crew of random people put together. And this is kind of going back to I think like last episode, like when uh, you know, like you guys were talking about the Astro Militarum and how like the, er, a lot of the uh, platoons were hodgepodge of different yeah. like regiments and everything filled together. And like this was my, my first thought was like to this crew. And I think it kind of like it, it was nice. Like um, I don't know, it kind of harkened back to that and kind of just showed like. That everything is constantly moving and changing in the Astro yeah, like Tan. you know, it's like your gunner died. Here's a new gunner. Yeah, yeah. he's from this country. Oh, oh, or this planet. You know, it's like oh, okay, cool, uh-huh. cool. I, I love the uh, Salvor Chem Dog or the the Salvor Chem Dog guy. Like that guy. Oh, the guy who just kept on the like driver, inhaling, the driver, the driver who kept <laughs> inhaling meth all the goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a junkie. It was like yeah. just this lowbrow, like rednecky or whatever. <laughs> what do they call them? Ferals? Yeah, right. that's right. Like, so yeah, you have cool. that. Was that that Carlock Shum? Oh, which one was, was that? The cam- that was the driver. Oh, that yeah. was the, the that, that was guy. Yeah, you know, you okay. had your and so so. I think, I think one like I I've never really. I mean, we've done a lot of Space Marine battle books, mm-hmm. um, 
but this is kind of like the first one I've done where where it's like in you know, of like regular people like kind of s- having like a cam stick out on the edge or like yeah. sneaking mm-hmm. some drink out. He's like, oh, you know, getting into bar fights. Right. Oh. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was good. It was so it starts off kind of uh, with the the planet uh, that's kind of they they're like they they've had enough. Like the the Imperium mm. keeps coming for Tithe, like every year, every year, yeah. taking men for the guard and for Macarius's kind of solar crusade, and the uh, finally the planetary governor is like, no, uh, you, I don't have anyone left. It's like <laughs> in my entire mm-hmm. in, in the entire planet, there's less than half a million men left, mm-hmm. and I think my favorite part is like, like the the uh, the guy from the you know Adeptus bureaucracy <laughs> uh, is just like, yeah, I don't care. Uh, make yeah. the women work in the yeah. factories. Send yeah. your men, and they're like, "Well, no, we we can't do that." And they're like, "No, it's the numbers here." My oh, here we go. It says uh, we cannot. <laughs> the data says you can pay, so you got to pay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, the data's wrong." <laughs> and it was like, "Nevertheless, it says you can pay, so yeah. you can pay." I, I see this in like a lot of like British movies, like Brazil and so on. Like there's this like uh, there there seems to be like a lot of like those commentaries on bureaucracy, <laughs> like yeah. the failings of like you know the the free market socialism and stuff. And like this is kind of like one of those where it's like, I mean, granted, 40k in general is just like a commentary on like bureaucracy and religion, <laughs> but like yeah, it's it's kind of neat. Yeah, but yeah, I thought I said I really liked that idea of the guy being like, hey, you got to pay. Yeah, we can't. It says you can. That is wrong. About like, yeah, I know. Yeah, but. it's not my problem. Yeah. And it makes it seem like, you know, like uh, mafia-style loan sharks coming right. into the business. Like, real nice planet you got here. Be a real shame if we were to smash it up. <laughs> um, so they say no. And the guy's like, are you sure? Because this means that we will invade you. And I think, like, isn't it, this is also where I think, like, the, the, the lady, the governess, um, was she influenced, I think, by her nephew at this point to That's say not no? That you knew about. Yeah. Well, she 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 was she was influenced I, to say no because she was like, you should yeah. you should not do this. Right. So so he was like, I think for right at this point, like we're starting to see like this backstory. Like, well, this not even a backstory. Familiar, it's like that. Yeah. Th- yeah. This this story going on simultaneously with like the Astro Militarum where you have um, like there's all this like folklore and they really don't like describe it. I for a long time I'm like, what the fuck is all this? Like, what? This is some strange like. I don't know, like it, uh, non-typical GW storyline of like this weird fantastical gnomes that are talking to people and like, <laughs> oh, the, all this weird shit. The uh, devil in the bush. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like the, the weird uh, hippie uh, cousin that the the nephew wants to bone. Uh, bring him along. Like, oh, you have to meet this this gnome, and it's you're, you're jumping. Things. You're yeah. jumping too far ahead. There, oh, okay, Ted. but gotta, I think at this point, but still at this point, I think we're like so, that's kind of influences. Yeah, so, so the yeah. governess to make this decision. Yeah, and and you know, you, but you don't know about him right, right. until mm-hmm. later in the book that he was the one that influenced. All, all, like oh, yeah, all you know like, is like after oh. the adept leaves, she's like, "Well, thank God I listened to my cousin." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Wait, what?" But like, uh, I think um, the 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 assessor who comes to do this other thing. Uh, one thing I really, really got into was he, when he said, "You flout the primary and only rule of planetary governorship. You refuse the tithe." Mm-hmm. I like that. There's only mm-hmm. one rule in planetary governorship. Uh, can I enslave these children to make uh, 40k iPhones? Uh, I don't really care. Are you going to make your tithe? <laughs> yeah. Knock yourself out. C- can I murder this half of the world? Because can you still make your tithe? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. So yeah, I love this idea that uh-huh. these planets and like 
Then don't worship chaos. To, 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 <laughs> to the Imperium, these aren't even people or planets. It's just like numbers mm-hmm. on a spreadsheet. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, I really like that kind of thing. It was like, there's only one rule of Fight Club, and that's, you know, don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> Make mm-hmm. your tithe. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, so, so she denies, uh, he was like, okay, um, I'm going to give you one chance to, to do it. And she's like, nope. And they're like, okay. So in retaliation, this world, which has been established to have like a half million men, um, and kind of very little other resources mm-hmm. because for nine years they've come to get tithe. Mm-hmm. Um, they launch an assault with Austrian Militarian and 5 million men. <laughs> <laughs> They do not half-ass this assault whatsoever. Um, and yeah, then we make Planetfall and kind of meet up with the main crew of our Baneblade there. Mm-hmm. And their 72 million allies that come with them. It was just a ridiculous show of force. Uh, I love... This so- is great because I think, like, you know, they're they're in a Baneblade. And, like, you know, the book is Shadow Sword. And, like, for the longest time, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Where is... Okay, right on. Maybe they call their Baneblade Shadow Sword. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Um, so what what happened? So they they describe in really great detail kind of how the Astro Militarum does like a planetary assault. Uh, it's very different than than the Space Marines that we've kind of like like talked about before, where it's like this rapid deployment, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we hear like these containers, and there's like metal boxes and metal boxes and metal boxes. Like there's this tank in a container mm-hmm. that's dropped very slowly to the ground, mm-hmm. um, and then like. Th- you you have four super heavy tanks kind of coming along and then again we get to see the human side where one of the super heavy tanks a shadow sword title um, <laughs> the guy's like yeah i'm not coming out of the box <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna stay here you guys you guys go on ahead <laughs> what was he well, saying he was, like he was they tank the, was the mag, no the maglocks were uh would not unlock on the, oh, on right. the lander but see, so I got the impression that these guys are usually deployed in a different way, John, because the reading what the commander had said about it is that, that he'd never come in this kind of this way before in the tank like the You know, like he ready was, to rumble. Yeah, they were strapped in and they were coming in hot. I don't know. He describes it. So Bannock kind of remain guy. He describes it as we're in a metal box inside another metal box in a third metal box waiting to be dropped into a firefight. <laughs> what more could I possibly wish for? But he says the longest he's had to wait for deployment like this was 48 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, we're like that that kind of like Imperium, you're just a, a thing. You're not a person thing. Like making yeah. a guy wait inside a box, inside a box, inside <laughs> of a box for two days. Mm. Like, we're going to drop you soon. Yeah, not yet. God, that, that Bane Blade's got to be stanky. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And the way they describe it with the heat and everything, it's yeah, stanky. Oh, cramped. Shit. It's gross. It's, yeah, it's tiny. Uh, but then they still have like a command room inside there. I don't know where they fit that command room, but I, I would love. I think someone's done it like like a cross section of the, yeah. the Baneblade about where everyone fits because there's two decks in there as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, that's where all the squats went. <laughs> <laughs> They're Baneblade crew now. <laughs> but yeah, so they drop all these tanks and they do this like really wonderfully described um, siege on a city, mm-hmm. like the initial mm-hmm. battle where like it's just precision tactics. Um, you talk about like there's orbital lance strikes coming down and kind of all of these cogs kind of coming together for this assault on, on one of the cities there. Um, and the way it's described is the reason they do it like that is it's a show of force. And by taking mm-hmm. the city Shocking as quickly off. and as, as well as they did, like five other cities were just like, fuck that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we surrender. Hit this one hard with everything we've got and show them that we're not messing around. So at this point, don't they? So they take the city and then they kind of relax a bit, right? Is that this point? Yeah, yeah. They, they take the yeah. city, they They're go like, to the cool. bar, mm. and uh, what was it? Bannock meets his cousin, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. 
also called was it Lanik or Bannock? Yeah, it was yeah. like uh, one letter difference. Yeah, <laughs> same middle and last name, and I think is uh, he's hanging out. I think th- what, they meet each other. And like, oh hey, what's up? And then his cousin like decks him. Yep, <laughs> yep. He starts yeah. a bar fight between two crews. <laughs> when the commissar no, like, jumps that's in. That's the the cousin. The, he was coming back from after the first assault when they knocked through the walls and whatnot. Yeah. The cousin shows up and and just just out of the blue punches him right in the stomach and draws his gun on him. He's a ground pounder too. Like yeah, he's he's, a, he's also high level. Like he's a lieutenant or something like that. Yeah, Jonas. Jonas, okay. Jonas Bannock. Jonas Bannock. <laughs> the worst Jonas brother. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I I think I love this one because I think it also showed like the uh, the dynamic between the commissar and the regular yeah, guys too. Yeah, so you got commissars normally they you something's out of line you just well, I got to I got to punish you right now. You're dead. Mm. This commissar was said Mm, we're friends, so I'm gonna let this one slide. Let's leave. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they, they worked was... a little bit together in tandem, but yeah. And weren't they saying that like the commissar was fairly young? I mean, relatively speaking, or no, that was a, a different. That was later there in the was book. Multi- oh, okay. Multiple commissars. Oh, okay. But yeah, so and he has. So Arianism? then, after the fight, the Bannocks kind of meet up with another Bannock, which would be like their uncle. Yeah. Who's like this super rich guy? Mm. And they're like, "Why the fuck are we doing this, man?" And he's like. There is four appropriate responses to this. It's like we can uh, do a show of force, which we're doing. We could exterminate us the planet. We could just neglect them and ignore the fuck out of them or do a planetary bombardment. It was like, we want to reuse this, so no bombardment. Mm-hmm. We want to reuse this, so no neglect. Uh, exterminate us. We want to reuse this. So like this is the only way. So right. Wasn't he also saying that like they wanted to show the other uh, planets in the sector like you know that the, the, they are the top dogs yeah, she, and they don't want to just yeah like lose the resources right so the, the governor's of this planet is actually the governess of the system itself mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things so she's she's actually all the planets even though this one is the only one that seceded the rest of them could secede yeah. from the imperium they say by showing the subsector um that the imperium is capable of assembling a major fighting force even when the greatest crusade is going on yeah it makes them all going online like yeah we're doing major things but we're, re- we're redirecting all of the shit to uh-huh. shut you up so yeah i think even that because i'd be like okay i'm good I and that was kind of interesting because it was like this was really not to their advantage like this whole battle for the astro militarum and the imperium in general is like this is not necessary guys like we have a larger picture here and yeah. you don't fit in it like what the fuck this is not the good the right time i i think my favorite part is they deployed so many men and seven super heavy tanks they were like <laughs> we brought seven tanks that's all we need but yeah. we brought 22 million men so you know there's that <laughs> they're just treated like god machines too like oh. i love this you like, know uh, talking about that and, and they're, they're referred to as god machines mm-hmm. i mean i imagine them as being like a like a dumber kit from knight rider <laughs> like they, 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 they have a moody like, dumber kit <laughs> they have like an engine seer who like travels yeah. with them all the time to kind of make sure the machine's okay but they're a little bitches jesus christ yeah. which are like the, the tanks uh-oh. like yeah. the shadow sword was like the shadow sword was shamed in the last battle so, so it's not firing. it's not firing its uh-huh. gun now it's not gonna fire the volcano cannon you could shoot the regular stuff but the big gun yeah. no i think that was kind of funny like the way they talk to like the engine seers like the engine seer, seer would show up and like and they're chanting their canicles um yeah, and like what the fuck is he doing that's so dumb like it's yeah. just a goddamn machine go in there fix the engine make it work that's it whatever man whatever you know okay, i really like the kind of juxtaposition as well how they were like god this is fucking dumb it's a tank yeah uh, and then yeah. on the same page 
praise be to the god emperor of mankind. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> holy terror, the well, only one true religion. One's lip service, and then the other one is, like, buy-in. <laughs> like, so, yeah. But in the end, like, that's... It was legit. It was... It seemed like it was legit. It yeah, was they the, said that uh, the tanks feel guilt, fury, anger, shame, joy. Hmm. Um, and that's kind of what motivates them. Yeah. And I was just like, man, now I imagine, like, freaking tanks lying on, like, Shay's lounges and, like, <laughs> you know, how did this battle make you feel? And, like, the turret Uh-oh. just going, like, <laughs> it's a happy tank. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really, I, I felt like that it um, Guy did a really good job of making the tanks feel like actual characters in the For book. For sure. As opposed to just, yeah. I get my tank and I drive it, you know, I'm the main character, the I'm the title character, but, uh... I just shoot guns. Boop, boop, boop. I think like the, the, and maybe this is kind of going to like the like more of the, the I don't know the, the moral of the story. But it seemed like he was kind of like doing that with like a lot of a, like it, it took time like with a lot of these aspects to like draw them out. Like because I, I think it wasn't towards like and this is jumping forward, but like it wasn't it wasn't immediately obvious that that was kind of the case. Like it seemed like a lot of that was just like lip service and kind of like hokey pokey, like superstition and like the tanks, you know, for the longest time, it was like, okay, you know, like that was just, you know, the tech Marine being eccentric, but then after a while you, you start to see it. And so like the, that way. And then of course, like that other backstory with dibs and all that. Yeah. So, so let's move on to that. Um, the devil in the bush. Uh-huh. Uh, this book was only released, I think this last year. This year? I, I thought it was like, yeah, this spring. 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Slanash is going nowhere. It is not being read yeah. out of existence because <laughs> good God. Um, so there's a chaos taint on this world. Oh, and tainted it is. Oh, and tainted it is. Mm. Right in between um, the anus and the... What I found amazing was it was, again, the Imperium's fault because there was no chaos taint when they were like, yeah, we literally have no one to send. And then they were able to kind of corrupt from there mm-hmm. through uh, a herald of Slanesh who'd been kind of living on the world, calling himself or being referred to as the devil in the bush. Well, yeah. and the devil in the bush was their old wives' tale, you know. The, the, so, so I think it had kind of been there a little bit, but it was like it's it grew, and that, but I think that's part of it. Like chaos is like the more you buy into it, it's almost like the, the orc. more powerful, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I felt so in my head. You know, this this uh, devil in the bush appeared after the fact using their old myth this old wives tale from thousands of years of this planet however long it had been or whatever to to manifest himself in this uh in mm-hmm. this form to kind of trick them into so do you, moving forward because i kind of got the impression that it had been going on beforehand like i mean there was the legend of the devil in the bush but i kind of got the impression that it was like the seed of slanish like because it took a while before like well, almost the last like third i noticed like, like oh, the, shit, the language but. in the book as well there was like they started to like before they even talk like you know like uh, about how lavish things are mm-hmm. and you know like how fat everyone is and yeah. how there's excess they uh-huh. use like he uses the word excess a bunch i like that the uh your status in the nobility is directly correlated to how fat, fat you, you are, are. Yeah. And and maybe that's okay. I, I didn't pick up that. I was kind of looking at it like you know maybe it was just like the for the longest time. Maybe even when these when the main characters or the main like the cousins were uh, younger, like it was just like a seed of slanish, and it wasn't a big deal, and nobody was influenced by it. But then maybe as everything became hedonistic and everything, they created the ability to grow stronger because mm-hmm. I think of the slanish like it builds off of those things. Like well, it, and and so. so so the the cousin the there's one cousin who is lithe and sexy and mm-hmm. that's a uh, sh- the hippie I, Paul I, I Pauline read it, Pauline you read it as Pauline 
Yeah. I read it as pollen, so I was like, oh. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, none of the names, I couldn't say any yeah, of the names in the right. grand sure. scheme of things. <laughs> uh, she, she was like, she went climbing mountains and did all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and so she, she's the one that actually found the demon in the first place mm-hmm. dancing. Well, mm. spoiler alert, it's because she was a high level psyker. And she was yeah. not sent away on the black ship like she should have been, mm-hmm. so she was able to be corrupted. And it's yeah. also found out that so the, there's a, a a nephew um, that was the one who's like we shouldn't pay this tithe anymore. The second in line the, for ruling. He's the second in line for ruling behind the governess, uh, or, or the governatrix, or whatever it is mm-hmm. they refer to her as. Yeah. And then so the plot kind of shifts away from the the planetary governor to. Um, the, the, this guy um, Dostain or Dostain Dostain um, ah. and how he loves his uh, his niece oh, he, yeah. no it's his aunt his aunt his aunt oh, that's she's right. a year yeah. younger yeah. So, so they're related okay. so we have some Game of Thrones mm-hmm. going on right yeah. Yeah. a little bit of incest uh, and then uh, no unrequited incest she wasn't interested she was not interested whatsoever but when they bring the devil in the bush who starts to refer to himself as Dib back Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of during the the planetary invasion. Uh, this is when Dib is like, "Hey, man, uh, we can win this war. I got friends. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna like some of them, <laughs> but we can win this. And and that girl there, you want her? You can have her. And then he, uh, Dustin is like, but she doesn't want me. And he's like, oh, she doesn't have to. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets like super super creepy. Um, and we see kind of the progress of this. Um, Dib character kind of whispering into the ear of Dustin, telling him mm-hmm. what to do. I mean, like, I can make it happen. Just ask me what you have to do. And he's like, I don't want to know. Yeah. And then as the Astro Militarum gets closer and closer and closer, he's like, all right, I want to know what I got to do. Because I think he kind of lays it out. Yeah, he's like, you have a because ch- I think the legend with Dib is like, he gives you a choice. Yeah, like, do you want this or this? Good. Yeah, yeah, it's like, do you want enslavement or do you want uh, power? Power. And like, but you know, like I, th- I thought he was going to be like a no-brainer. He'd have been like power, but it takes him a second. He's yeah. like, okay, let's do, let's do power. He has like, a little good. bit of morality left. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, he, he goes with that, and then of course he doesn't want to know like how he gets it, and right. Uh, but of course, he's gotta know. Yeah, <laughs> I think by this point, like we kind of figured out, like okay, this is definitely like a herald or something, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's not going to end well, and it's going to be lots of tentacles and vagina faces. <laughs> like, <laughs> so nice. Yeah, mm. but I think it was also kind of neat because like I I couldn't quite see like it seemed like um his his aunt I guess the because there's two aunts there's like I think well, they're sisters ish right like the yeah, the, the, the governess governess and, and the, the, ho- sexy, the hippie one the hot sexy one yeah so right. at some point like it seems as though the 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 hippie one is cognizant of it all and has like almost like a pure spirit a purish mm-hmm. spirit and then it just seems like at some point and it's not quite clear like she becomes a pawn of the of Slanish yeah um and she's she's not of a cognizant mind like she's just straight up a puppet yeah like um she, she was uh and just i felt that like she was really really kind of naive like the whole yeah. reason center out on the yeah. black ship wasn't because she was you know a psyker but more that she was really a simpleton in the grand scheme i, I think mm. she wasn't sent on the black ship because she was the governor's little that's, sister yeah. well yeah but yeah, i mean that, that's it but it, it, she seemed to be more of just an absolute simpleton. Like she yeah. took joy well, in the simple things of life as opposed to everything else. The rest of this planet, like I uh-huh. want to skip up a mountain and yeah. I want to she watch the the sunrise or the optimistic sunset free spirit and, Pollyanna. Yeah, <laughs> she was very Pollyanna. Pauline, yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's how I'm so, reading it there. So mm-hmm. pollen. Uh, well, is, Pollyanna is a term for her always happening. Anyway, oh, is it? Anyway, 
That's, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Naming schemes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Go on, Dave. So um, <clears throat> that was all I had in the grand scheme. Okay. okay. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So then it moves into uh, a fuck orgy. Oh, All right, man. so now you're skipping. Yeah, way this ahead. is like towards we gotta the end, we gotta back up just a what second. What else is there? I want to talk about the bar fight. Let's talk okay. about the bar. All right, fight. Okay, we're going to go back. back to the bar fight. <laughs> right. Just we'll, we'll keep listeners by saying there's going to be a fuck orgy. Later. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's at the we end. Really it's at the end. Started the podcast with that <laughs> fuck orgies. <laughs> we all put it in the subject uh, line. So the bar fight. So the, the this tank is a really good. Gotta, I, this get, is a really good. It was a fantastic scene. Really. In fact, I was having trouble getting into the book until the bar fight. Really? Like it was a slog for me to okay. get through. I was like, this is, I'm not enjoying this. I can't pronounce any of these names. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. You're not we supposed get... to read it out loud, Dave. <laughs> you don't use your lips when you read? <laughs> so the Bannock, So you've got the tank crew, which okay. has a Salvar Chemdog driver who is feral and awesome. looked down upon by other people. You've got. Except the, for uh, Addicted to that meth. Yeah. Space, <laughs> space meth. <laughs> the, uh, you've got the, the, uh, the regular crew, Paragonian mm. people, and then there was one guy who was something else but i don't i don't uh, know what it was the green arrow no he, he was, was the gunner guy there was the yeah, weird was gunner a, guy it was a gunner i, I think he had a few there's a few gunners on or there, a, or the because uh, there there's like two of them that are dicks to each other i think like the one guy like they i, I think the gunner right, right aren't there like two that are constantly competing so there's megan who's one of the gunner right he's but the well, first gunner but he's like the second in command on the tank um, uh, it was uh, but second, he's the main gunner, the second right? l- l- lieutenant consman. Yeah, it was Epperellient. Yeah, he okay. was he was from someplace else. Okay. There was Callaghan, Megan, and uh, Leonidas were the three gunners. Oh, okay. So it, it was the other two, not Megan. Megan was pretty chill. Megan was chill. Yeah, Callaghan yeah. and so Leonidas. So the other two not. that were competitive. Uh, Megan Callaghan. It was Leonidas, a golf. The second loader who was the. The aggressive feral. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, he like spoke in really choppy terms. Oh, you're he? right. It was golf. Yeah, it was golf. Golf. Okay. Who was the feral one? And I don't know what he was actually. I don't remember. But was he Catechin? Or he was a squat. No, he was. He was. He was, he was, was like he was really short. Like yeah. I don't think they was said he a squat, squat, but no, he wasn't. But I think it was a, a rattling. It sounded more. He like. was an abhuman anyway. Yeah. And they they didn't really describe what he was. Yeah, and but, they didn't say abhuman, but, but he was really small. He was they, really could have been. But they didn't really like overtly describe, like tell you what things no. were either. Right. So it just kind of well, alluded to the idea, you know, like maybe he is. So so there was a fight between the crew of the the Cortine's Honor, which is our Bane Blade, our yeah. titular Bane Blade from the last yes. book, and the uh, Paragonian Foot Company, mm-hmm. who apparently are as near as I can tell, big Scottish guys. Yeah. That's the best way to describe them. They had like fiery yeah. red hair and stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. Irish, big, and big Irish Scottish guys. The balls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah their last guns are in caber form. And they hated golf. Yeah, because oh. he was an app oh. human. Mm. So, uh, and feral, too, right? And feral, like that yeah. Was, yeah. That was, feral I think, world. I think yeah. that was their official reason. Yeah. But, they were like, yeah. we're going to string them up. We'll get you somebody good. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Um, but the, They're about to beat the shit out of them. What, what, what were they called atricans or something like that uh they were called the uh the paragonians no no the, the our guys were the paragonians the other guys were the uh oh atraxians atraxians oh, yeah okay so one of the crew is actually an atraxian mm-hmm. so they how get atraxian in a, is he on a scale of uh-huh. <laughs> well i do like fiery red so <laughs> and blue balls 12 12 um no so they get in a fight right yeah like they start they say hey you can't have our guy he's He's our team. He's uh-huh. part of our team. He's part of our tank crew. He's family. 
and they get in this giant yeah. fuck off brawl. And I think like that was also you know like for a lot for a while there there was tension between golf and then like this other guy I can't remember which one it was. One of the yeah the other Atraxian guy. Yeah, and then he comes out of it uh, like he ends up being like the biggest offender. You know, it's like that I could pick on my buddy, but you can't kind of a thing, and so yeah. he comes to his aid. Yeah, and I, I so like it's a bonding the, moment. I think for I like the Atraxians were like twice the size of the Paragonians, <laughs> but the Paragonians come from lower gravity, so they were stronger, oh. plus they load shells all day, and, you know, we're not foot troops, but we're not pussies either. <laughs> it was kind of the great bar brawls, yeah. uh, like, in kind of, like, classic war movies, where, you know, like, yeah. you know, they go to this, like, common ground, like, no fighting, this is a neutral ground, and then they end up just beating the shit out of each uh, other anyway. Yeah. Or even, like, an old western, you know, where they go into the saloon and throw each other over tables. <laughs> right, totally. So, now, is this where the cousins fight, like, Bannock and his... And they, it was, uh, no, because the cousins were off at uh, the uncle's house at this okay. point in time. Yeah. But, that, yeah. so, but they did before this. Yeah, they they did the before first time that. we meet them. And I think also, at the, the, roughly this point, like, the, the uncle is like, look, you guys can't be fighting. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, and here's like, why. When they yeah. said that, like, they kept, and they're okay, fine, we won't fight anymore. Uh, and Arbite comes up to them and be like, guys, uh, we uh, we have all of your men in custody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to come with us. Yeah. But it also kind of reminded because I think he was also the, the, the uncle was talking about retirement. Like, you know, he's going to retire and have this big plot of land and everything, which reminded me of last episode. On this planet yeah. was the plan. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, Please we're going to destroy this place. Yeah. And I'm going to have this plantation and you guys could live here at some point. But what I really liked about kind of the post bar fight is kind of like you go, they're all in their like individual cells and there's like quick constructed Arbite Center because you know they had to kind of do it mm -hmm. on the fly mm -hmm. and they're like okay they're yours and they're like you guys aren't charging them and like again to that imperial bureaucracy we're talking about uh, he lists out like four or five different law like laws that are applicable it's like what do I use this law this law set this legal set this legal <laughs> set we're, we're at war yeah, I mean, just, yeah. just deal with them yeah. <laughs> like, you, you deal with them <laughs> oh and sign here and here and here <laughs> On a data slate. I love. It, was awesome. well, no, it wasn't even a data slate. It was a car, just a regular carbon copy. I love, yeah. you know, in the far future, in the 41st millennium, there, there's only war and also like 1980s technology. Right. <laughs> I, I was, that was amazing. I have to say, like, some of the scenes, because, like, I think it's one point, like, the rain starts kicking up and they're in, like, a command tent and they're, like, looking over this hollow table or whatever. And, like, the tent flap is flapping in the wind and, like, the, the, uh, the floor is dirty mud and. It, you know, I guess you don't really have clean mud, but it was, uh, <laughs> my mud is triple yeah. filter. Uh. But it, it was kind of neat, like going back to the, like I mean, it's it's relatable low tech meets high tech. Yeah, you for know, sure, that was yeah. really cool. And, and it, it, they do a really good job, like describing everything and getting like you right there. It's like it's futuristic, mm -hmm. but like the again, it could be any war movie or any. Yeah. Uh, western or things like I mean, that there. aside from the like giant like god tanks and like yeah. and never-ending battle like it's a world that we inhabit you know uh, like, i remember um, god tanks and magnificent <laughs> seven so i don't know what you're talking about okay i, I really liked how uh, the punishment was decided that each of the people involved in the bar fight would get like five to ten lashes each mm -hmm. and don't do it again yeah and golf is like no nope, my fault i'm gonna take them all for you boys yeah and then bannock is like man that really sucks for him but man, will that mold them together as a team better yeah. <laughs> and lets it happen. And golf just takes like hundreds of lashes or like 30, 35, 35 lashes he was from a death world or something. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah, like so his golf people are like, what ups? <laughs> it's yeah, Tuesday. Like, what are you doing good. Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. 
Give me, a, uh, give me a stick to bite. I got this. <laughs> didn't didn't make a sound the entire time. They carry him away and all solidified. Do you have a carnosaur that's going to bite me while this is happening? Because this is it. what happens. At, because back home, they're, they're trying to talk him out of taking them all because like, you're the smallest of us. He describes it as, to become a warrior of my people, I am bitten 34 times by spider rat. It makes a poison that causes great pain for three days and terrible visions. So what if man hit me with stick? <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, uh, yeah. that's pretty good. Billy badass. So yeah, he takes them all, doesn't make a sound. They take him away, and as they're taken away, they put the uh, Traxians, uh, the Traxudians up there to... And they're uh, screaming like little babies. Yeah. They're just <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so sore. Oh, uh, one thing I did want to talk about was the the way they wrote uh, the, the Bane Blades assault on the kind of the entrenched position where they have like blast cannons and... You know, bolter emplacements and the like, the taking of the first city one. No, it's like a, it's like an outcamp where like they have to drive up the hill at an angle. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think at this point, like there's titans involved, no, right? No, no, the no, titans. No, this later. is slightly before the yeah, titans. Okay, but there was a. I guess so it's kind good. of the same kind of scenario. But yeah, there they're, was like, they're, they're driving up and like they'd already tried it a bunch with Lehman Russ, but like Bannock's like, well, yeah, Lehman Russ wouldn't work. You're trying to put them at like a 50 degree angle when they're too yeah, top heavy, they're, they're gonna, gonna fall, fall over. Uh, and they have this the 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 planetary defense force has this great position where they can see everything on you know both sides. They have las cannons. They're like they have a destroyer, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, that sweet looking forge world tank <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah. that's right yeah so there's like ha- three of those wasn't there yeah or something? it was like no no there's one one, was one destroyer okay. but it was on the top of the hill at perfect yeah. line, and it was just wiping out uh, that's right, left yeah. and Any, right anything that came at it it was nuking it so mm-hmm. so as the bane blades driving up and it's doing like almost skid turns like fast and furious style to kind of get out of the way of this destroyer weapon yeah and i love the way like the whole time like uh bannock's looking at waiting to see it and he's like okay move now and they avoid two shots, and then the destroyer crew shows some tactics, and they start to hide, mm-hmm. and then take a shot. And he goes like, it describes it. It goes right through the tank. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they spent the first. I mean, this is around. Did they kill a gunner with that shot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is like three hundred pages in on my iPad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, it's only no, two hundred pages. pages. Yeah. yeah. But it's a couple hundred pages in, and they've done nothing but describe how indestructible these tanks are, how thick the armor is, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it just like it just melted through. It. Jeez, yeah. yeah. But to be fair, when he showed up, you know, he was the only one of the the four tanks that they had with them that their commander was. He was he's not even the commander of the company, right? So he's they he's the only still working tank after a few engagements. That's right. Said, yeah. yeah. We need you to go to the front and help these guys. Right. Um, why don't we all go? It'll take us days to get unstuck from the mud, so you go ahead and go. And he gets there, and the guy tells him, they've got a, a, a destroyer thing, that sweet tank from Forge World, so <laughs> yeah. just so you know. And he, so that's when he concocts this, this scheme to drive sideways on like uh-huh. cliff faces yeah. and stuff. It was and, just, and he takes it, and he, they, end up, they destroy, like they shoot the destroyer tank that blows it up. I think one of my favorite scenes in the whole book was when the, the tag priest comes up, like, oh, there was a destroyer tank there, right? And we're like, yep. I'm like, so you saved it, right? So, so we can study it. Those are super rare. And they're like, <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I think like the, the, that t- taking out the destroyer was kind of neat too because weren't they like, you know, they could see the engines charge on the destroyer and weren't they like trying to like angle their shell like, all right, we know it's going to be about right about here depending on their shots at us and so they end up like blind lobbing, right? Yeah. Like, what I remember? And they're yeah, taking it. it out. Punch it, Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> they punched it, Chewy. Uh, and they went up and well, I found out as well from this chapter that a Bane Blade's top speed is 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which seems super slow but again it's a giant multi-ton war machine of death <laughs> See, now, they're a lot it, faster on the tabletop I, I think that the top speed was based solely off of the fact that the engines are engaged 
uh, with the gun possibly being able to be engaged. Because later in the book, he says, screw the gun, pop the engines, and they they go they manage to go faster. Oh, but okay. It's not much faster. It's yeah. like, so, huh. but yeah, no, I, I dug that, and I th- I can't help but think that if they had a per, uh, Paragonian uh, driver, he wouldn't be able to do that. It, no. You needed a guy that was methed out. Yeah, <laughs> he was like super <laughs> high. You want shit. me to do what? I got this dog. I, I, I used to be a heavy equipment operator, and I was terrified shitless every time I had to go in up an embankment with a bulldozer. Like, I'm gonna fall over and die. <laughs> you want me to do what? You got uh, you got one of those Hot Wheels loop de loops tracks? No problem. <laughs> Hold on. Hold I'm so high. <laughs> I en- I'm good. Let's do it. <laughs> I enjoy that I, I learned a new 40k swear word from this book. What was that? Bazdax. Bazdax. That's right. Because <laughs> he yells out, "Take this, you yellow Bazdax," yeah. which sounds super racist. Yeah, but totally. It really He's just referring to the color of their uniforms. Uh, well, the yellow part. So, yeah. So what was I think at some point like early on going back to like the the, the cousin brawl, um, we we see that there's like some animosity, and this is kind of like you know it's, it's like most stories in, in Western culture. There's like a redemption angle, yeah. and so we see that like I think a, a Bannock had fucked over his cousin. So I think at like this point, like we're trying to earn perceived this, perceived right, right, yeah, absolutely right. Cousin, so, uh, um, and I think like. So at this point, like, he's going in there to rescue some of his people, right? Or was that his platoon? So the cousin was part of the Lucky Eights. Yeah. Uh, and the, those are... I, I, super what, heavies. Yeah, they're super heavy tanks with regular dudes riding in the back. So it's the uh, Bane Blade variant that you can make with the plastic kit, I guess, <laughs> where you put the guys in the back, right? Yeah. Uh, Hal Hammers? So there's, there's two of them. There's the one with like the Vulcan Mega Blaster, but I don't think that was That's it. the Shadow Sword. Yeah. yeah the, uh, these ones really didn't have any... Powerful guns. Yeah, it was, it was a troop. Yeah, it was a, right. it was a troop transport, and the, so the Lucky Eights, the tanks, had never lost a, a tank in the mm. history of I mean, this regiment. Shit, loads of men. Oh yeah, <laughs> no tanks. So the best, oh, was it thirteen so hours or whatever? The fifteen hours. hours. The best descriptive thing that I, I found from this book was, uh, you know, the tanks. We've never lost. They've never lost a tank. However, it can take up to two days to wipe. I cleaned the blood from the back from all the men that gets lost. I was like, gross. They're just holding it. It's like a little bowl of yeah. dead marine, dead men. So, uh, so yeah, no, the, the cousin believed that he was screwed over. He believed he should have been a commander of a Bane Blade. And, and because of their weird societal system, something happened and his family lost favor. So, therefore, mm. he is, in fact, just a lieutenant of foot troops and not... Wasn't it? It was like commander. it was like a marriage thing too, wasn't it? I think there was like a marriage component that was political, uh, yeah, politicized, was like, uh, and like whoever married this lady got to become like the, you know, whatever, like tank commander, and he and didn't. he turned it down and moved away, true love for someone else. Yeah, uh, and there's a duel and some other stuff. <laughs> it, it, the whole that whole bit there uh-huh. resolved like a snap. It, yeah. it was the only thing in the book that I went. Okay, you could have just left this whole thing out. You know, it's yeah. been like, "Hey, cousin, we're friends," and just been like that from the start mm-hmm. and called it good instead of trying to wrap it up the way. They I think that was just like, I mean, that was like, it, it's yeah, it is a little bit like it, it's kind of forced. Like, I didn't feel like it was terribly forced. I mean, but it, it did have like, it was kind of a cliche element, and it was like, but yeah, you need that story of redemption in like a lot of you know like Western literature. So I guess yeah, like maybe they could have done that a little bit a bit differently because they actually they used the the redemption story in like other aspects too and like smaller pieces you know like later on with like the super heavy they were like i won't work with these people but in super heavy it, he doesn't want to work with other people i think it's actually in binary it's like it's like 
Michael, I will not work Plus with Plus a 56K <laughs> modem. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine uh, Machine Spirit sounds exactly like a 28K modem. Yeah. <laughs> and only so many people can, can read it. So we've moved, we've come out of the bar fight. We're, uh-huh. we're, okay. we're friends with the, okay. the cousin again. Yeah, that takes bowling. a while. But we, yeah. We've now gone and, uh, and solo wrecked base over a demolisher and mm-hmm. a bunch of embankments allowing X troops to take the position. And yeah. now we are moving. You've captured a command post. Yes, an important part. Mm-hmm. Um, Killed a bunch of yellow, um, yeah, uh, uniform people. Ye- yellow <laughs> uniform people. Yellow. I'm sorry, yellow. <laughs> um, <laughs> racist. <laughs> racist badak. Oh my god. Bazdak. Um, Bazdak. <laughs> and so yeah, now uh, we're we're back to Dustain, mm-hmm. who is like, all right. I, I accept the nephew. The ne- he accepts the deal. He's gonna get his freak on. And before that, so we find out he accepts a deal, and then uh, we see our first trader space marines show up. Mm-hmm. Because uh, so, and it's I love the way they, they, cool. they describe the space marine tactics because it makes chaos space marines seem like deadly as shit. And mm-hmm. uh, for for one, uh, when the guard first see. A space marine? They just call it an Adeptus Astartes. They, they, they do not know the difference between the two. Yeah. They, they see like yeah. a large power-armored man. And then they describe it as, as they, a small space marine fleet comes in from space, um, does a whole bunch of damage, drops a bunch of guys, and then fucks right off again because they can't win the fight. You know, it's all yeah, like super precision. Uh, you know, a precision, a perfectly perfectly timed assault. And I think, like at this point, like I, this, this is when it really hammers home that it's Slanish. I think because I think they describe it as like it's Emperor's children. You know, like the well, you don't. Well, yeah, but I mean, you you've started to piece this together in the grand scheme of things. That the uh, the Dostain storyline is he says, okay, I'll do it. What do I have to do? He has and, visions of orgies in yeah, his head, and he's like, ooh, when I get to have sex with my my hot my hot <laughs> aunt, <laughs> brown chicken, brown uh, cow. So uh, you get yeah. So 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 the space marines come down. And then the first thing is <laughs> my my immortal enemy. They come up against a trio of predators. Uh, so it's like three predators versus a bane blade. Oh. That was a, that was an absolutely sexy bit of writing. It was part. It was so good. It, it was I, I, you know I want to say drawn out, but I, not in like it, a negative way. Like it wasn't you know, drawn out. Like you know it was it was good. It was it was thoroughly so, composed. So we we have the Dustane storyline that happens, and he he moves. He says I accept Slanish, yeah. and then we move on to them. They're trying to rejoin the rest of their company command and, mm-hmm. and the rest of the tanks, and they're like, they're saying, okay, we're supposed to meet up here, so we're on this side of the river. We'll just drive until we get to a bridge that's supposed to be here. And they get close to a smoking ruin and go, what the fuck happened here? Uh, I mean, this, huh. And they see the convoy, tanks destroyed in the front, tanks destroyed in the back, people just just, just wrecked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that 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 uh, space marine tactic of like blocking them in between oh. their own armor and then just murdering everyone in between. And they <laughs> so at, the, at this point they're just now finding out about out about the Astartes because they have been yeah. driving for a day or whatnot to connect back up and do twenty miles an do. hour. Yeah, twenty <laughs> miles an hour. So. so and they're pretty excited to see them at first. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! Look, yeah, space marines. Astartes. Oh, yeah, Astartes, cool. Ooh, yeah, they have spikes. They and must the, be the spiky marines. Yeah. So what uh, what do we got over here? And then they shot at him and went. <gasps> Fuck! Punch it! Because yeah, they yeah. they specifically point out as well. There are three predators with four las cannons on them each. Mm. So as a giant super heavy, they're like fuck. Yeah. I love though the kind of the 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 dialogue that takes place inside the tank. Like they know instantly what to do. They don't really panic. 
uh, they know to shoot the targeting sensors. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the little, you know, we know them as the bit that lets our gun swivel on the spawn soon. <laughs> uh, that, like, that, that's usually yep. what I fire at when I'm playing on the tabletop. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to fire I, your uh, I optics. End up, I end up missing. <laughs> but yeah, they, they shoot out the optics so they can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a really nice written bit where they shoot out one of the optics on the, the last cannon spawn soon, and the last cannon mm-hmm. falls down and then rips itself out. <laughs> Because on the, the ground, yeah. Yeah. on yeah. the ground, because of the destroyed opt- optic, um, I love how they're almost like a pack of wolves coming down, yeah. like the predators, mm-hmm. like, and they're all like perfectly um, in tune and in time, and, and kind of encircling them. And again, the only thing that I feel really gets them out is that young methed up driver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and Bannock's really good commands because yeah. they, yeah. They're circling them like sharks, and he backs them up against a wall. And that's right, up, it's underneath of a bridge, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you say panic's very good command, but this is kind of the, another time, like throughout the book, panic's like fire, and the gunner's like, "Whoa, hold, hold on, hold yeah. on, no, yeah." They're all really good. I mean, it's, yeah, Megan is a top notch. Like that was, but that's why he got that lead gunner I mean, position. <laughs> he was before he died at the end of the book. Oh, oh shut we, your door! We did say spoilers. We did no, say sorry. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think they take out like what two of the tanks at first, or, and, and then there's like all... one that goes missing. They're like, "Where the fuck is it?" That's when they back into the bridge, right? No, they backed into the bridge to because they were getting the shit shot out. Yeah, of yeah and their engine was exposed. It was about to go. Yeah, they had, they had a guy coming around behind them saying, "It's like whoop, back up, never mind." But then I think they lose him though. Like they, he's gone for a little bit, and they're they're kind of like, "Where is he?" Right. And then, how did they get rid of that last guy? He, I can't remember. So you get the you have to disc- you have to kind of figure like a, a building corner, right? Uh-huh. They're backed up in an alley, yeah. And the predators just sitting there waiting at the front, waiting for them to come out. And they move forward just a little bit mm-hmm. until they could see the barrels of the las cannon. Was he then- on top of the bridge? They were in the river, but because they, yeah, they, right. they they had to back up in such a way that they didn't submerge the engine. Oh, yeah, the river. Oh. That that was I love that he used the river. He said, "Get in the river because the tank, the predators can't go as fast as we can in the river, and they couldn't, so they were just falling." Because they were before just the predators were too fast, and they <laughs> right. were like kind of uh-huh. encircling and moving around, and that way he got it up there. But yeah, that that's the thing is like they were just um, trying to kind of like just barely see the tank, so mm-hmm. they can fire that without it kind of being shot back. Yeah, um, and then I love the part as well. They're they're saying that they, they destroyed one of the predators. And they see that the rear ramp of the Predator is punched open by the crew. And the two Space Marines come out uh, with a bunch of wires, like, straggling out of their head. <laughs> and they're like, hey, take care of those guys. And they just, like, bane blade shell just, them. Yeah, oh. they just blew them up. <laughs> so you, you did. That was you excessive as fuck. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that was excessive <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> when you're fighting Slanesh, you do not want to practice excesses. <laughs> 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 True. I yeah. So they still just describe him as a star days. They don't understand yeah. why their brother a star days are still shooting him at this point. They haven't. But when they shoot upon you, you fire back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They fire back. They're like, fuck it. If they're trying to kill us, we're going to kill them. Oh, so, so their tank is just so, shit, right? Yeah, right? yeah. It's torn to pieces. Now, my favorite line in the entire book in the grand. Uh, it just it's just hey, they show up, but they connect back up with the rest of the guys. They show up, mm-hmm. and everybody thinks they're dead. Yeah. Okay. So they show up, and the first thing that Bannock says from the top of the turret is, you haven't left stuff's room to park. And the next guy says, well, we thought you were dead. Dead men don't need parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a guy that's shaving, and he says, Bannock, you're alive. We've, you know, they, we feared the worst. And uh, he's, it's, it's, they're telling, talking to him for a minute, and he goes, uh, you know, 
what have you done to my tank, says the text in here. Everything I could to keep it alive. Uh, all right, so uh, what happened to the tank? Well, it took a hit from a destroyer, then an encounter with a hunting pack of tank killers. But <laughs> but don't worry, you won't have to face them. We killed them for you. And the guy says, uh, that's okay, good. I'll go back to shaving then. You know, just like, <laughs> oh, they're dead? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's really the attitude you're going to have if you're a long-term guardsman who's right. been doing yeah. it more than a week. I mean, like, you're not dead? Nope, take care of them. All right, sweet. Okay. Sweet. So I, I don't only have, have like a half day left myself, so who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. I don't have to clean out your barracks yet. <laughs> your just, yet. So at this point, we find out that there are uh, evil space marines. They get led on to the news like, hey, by mm. the way, those rumors you heard, they're true. Um, also, for uh, <laughs> unknown reasons that are completely unrelated, we're attaching a commissar to every unit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. So now, I didn't get the commissar thing till the very end, and I assumed it was just to commissar morale. You know, mm. keep them, keep them going. We find like yeah. anything with, when it involves the arch enemy, they don't want people knowing too much, yeah. so they tend to kill them when they find out stuff. So there's like your inquisitors and your commissar who are taught and know all these things. They don't want like regular men to be tainted by it. Um, at this point as well, um, they're like, "Shit, chaos space marines! That sounds awful." Oh, and by the way, they have uh, Chaos Titans as well. Shit, Ooh. Chaos Shit. Titans. Oh, what yeah. do they have? So they have we do a Reaver, another Reaver, a Warlord Titan, oh. um, and then like it's, it's a okay. Warhound, right? No, no, no. No, the good the, guys the, have two Warhounds. Oh, that's right. Uh, no, that's all they a have. Warhound and a Reaver. Yeah. yeah. And then the Chaos have like a Warlord and a couple of Reavers. So we're like shit uh, and this is when uh roll ooh. credits our crew rem- are removed from their stricken broken bane blade you have unlocked shadow, shadow sword, sword. <laughs> <laughs> and they get placed into the tank hunting yeah. shadow sword so that was like going back to that cr- uh, conversation earlier about like the you know like the, the moody uh engine uh spirit like i think it kind of decided like it was it wasn't it was it wasn't acting right for the previous crew it wouldn't quite fire right it was a little jilted and not quite functioning it was embarrassed yeah and so the the engines here was like all right we need this amount of okay you guys you get the shadow sword we think it's going to work out. We we did your um we, really we did a Merlin Briggs or Merlin yeah. Briggs like the, you guys the, personalities yeah, no, the, yeah, the the uh, uh machine spirit. The machine mm-hmm. spirit says that he wants you to pilot it. Vanek mm-hmm. and Vanek says uh, oh okay, fine. Yeah. The original crew's all but her. But the, mm. the, yeah, so the original crew was there when the orcs did whatever they did to it that happened in whatever previous book that we didn't read. I think they waved um, their general naughty bits, or well, their, their and, naughty spores at it. And, <laughs> like, and oh, the, I haven't seen anything. And the tech priest, <laughs> you know, the tech priest yeah. also was violated by the orcs, apparently. <laughs> what I wanted so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, we want to talk about great lines during the book here. Mm-hmm. Um talking about machine spirits and the omnissiah and how much bullshit Bannock thinks it is. He says, the emperor is a god I know exists, but the omnissiah, let the tech priests cling to their religion. We have enough experience back home to know a lasgun will fire just as well, whether it was sung to during assembly or whether it was not. <laughs> Aww. Oh, religion. Uh, so yes, uh, they load up on their shadow sword. They give it all of the hugs and cuddles in the world mm-hmm. to cheer it up and make it less embarrassed. And pray to God the big gun will shoot yeah. when it needs to shoot. Something and we find I out. I have no idea like how clunky this fucking tank is. Yeah. Like, when you play with it on the table, you're like, all right, I move, I shoot, I move, I shoot. But it's not that easy. Yeah, uh, the Shadow Sword, because of the immense power needed to fire the volcano cannon on the front there, uh, cannot move and shoot. So it has to move, stop, 
charge the gun, shoot. Um, <laughs> this seems unwise for something that is going up against a warlord titan, yeah. which has the armament of everything. <laughs> All right. Oh. Here's my model. Yeah. Thump. You you can't just like snap off a shot with this thing at all. <laughs> so uh, so so they pull up. Mm-hmm. They get to their hidden positions. They're like, okay. We we have a great view of the battlefield of the Warlord Titan and of the the Reaver Titan there. Um, as, <laughs> the, as it's Reaver and Warlord it's, or it's Warhound Warlording or... along. You know, your tag priest is like it's everything's working as it should. It's all going to depend on prayers now, which is not what you want to hear when you're going nope. up against something. <laughs> uh, and then. They take, I, I love this, but they take a shot at the Warlord. You mm-hmm. know, the biggest one with their main volcano cannon. We got this. And, and they the, got this. The and they two other fuse, tanks with them. fuse the knee together with the heat of the blast. Oh, yeah. And that's just such a good image for me. Because now I imagine like a limp leg and a long leg, you know, just dragging this massive leg behind it, leaving this huge trench. Mm. Yeah, I see so, you now. I think if you fuse the knee together and like we can move but the immense weight being supported on top of those legs you know it just it couldn't move it could pivot Mm -hmm. but it couldn't actually move anywhere i think it's kind of a neat like you know in eighth edition uh you know as you lose wounds like your movement characteristic is reduced and stuff like that and of course you like you just like okay my movement characteristic is reduced like well maybe his knee has been fused or (laughs) you know like cool narrative pieces that you can kind so, of imagine in your own game. He, he used to be a warlord, but then he took a volcano cannon to the knee, and now he's uh, <laughs> a reaver. Yeah. Took a warlord to the knee, Jesus Christ. <laughs> to, to go, stop to that right now. <laughs> uh, and then, they, you know, they fire again. Boom. And then they they um, they Star Wars it. They AT-AT it. They fuse the other knee together, mm. and it just falls on its face. No, they, they clip the knee right in half. Mm. Oh, did, right. yeah, yeah. They they sheared through the knee on the second shot. Oh yeah, yeah. And so then, but they still it. Star Wars it. At at. Yeah, yeah it go. still falls over. Thud. It falls boom. over. Thud. Done. <laughs> and that's how that's how you kill a reaver. No, you have to have a warhound because the warhound killed the crew. With it, like walked up to the head and just unloads oh, everything it has right, right into the skull when it's down. You the know, ground. that's so a sexy. very expensive diorama. I'll never be able to afford, yeah. <laughs> but would love to see. Uh-huh. So if anybody at Warhammer World that wants to put together this diorama. If, uh, yeah, if you want to take your thousand pound Warlord Titan and just lay it flat down and cut through the leg <laughs> and then take your 400 pound <laughs> Warhound Titan, which I don't think you produce anymore. Um, and also you need to get a Reaver laying on its side close by, exploded in half. So you just need the arms and the legs, yeah. I think, of the Reaver. And then if you want to yeah. paint it to professional quality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, pro-paint nice. so. yeah. Oh, also convert that Titan so that it's a chaos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that part. Yeah. There's oh, wieners all over it. Something fantastic for, from that as well was that, okay, so after, you know, the day is won, we killed the Titans with our Titan killing tank. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Imperium, that was my band name. <laughs> the Imperium comes in and starts trying to sanctify and rescue the Warlord Titan. And it'd be like, yes, we will take this back for the Imperium for this is a god machine and you know all this other kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like, okay, so you're attaching two to three commissars a, a unit to murder people who get kind of tainted by, by what they see. But here's a machine that's possibly been in the service to the Dark Gods for 10,000 years. And you're just going to like Mr. Queen that fucker on the yeah. inside and it's going to be okay? 
That's like he's uh, to clean his powerful stuff. You yeah. got those. I mean, prayers for the guy. We have we have two different uh, curriculum here because, like, I mean, basically, <laughs> you have the Mechanicum. They work on a different thing, and yeah, you have like yeah. your commissars, and they kind of, they show like uh, you know the, overlap. So I think like that's it's yeah. The, you're right. Like the uh, machine spirit can't this be tainted. Is dubious as fuck. This is love, how dark Mechanicum starts. <laughs> I, I would love to read kind of like a, a 40k horror story. Of mm-hmm. like uh, a new princeps being assigned to a new titan. Like, yes, this is a brand new warlord. It's uh. good to go. It's beautiful. And then slowly being corrupted by the old demon machine yeah. spirit, you know, within. Uh-huh. Because this thing has been evil for 10,000 years. Why? What makes you think you can yeah. fill it with old spice and call it, it good? Because we saw a taste of what it looks like when you have an old uh, machine truly. spirit like corrupting like a princept that's relatively new when we did the Iron Hands book yeah. and that wasn't even chaos like the guy got all like I don't know Just the, rock hard pissy, and yeah, like, ah. little... <laughs> and then we, we've seen what happens to the interior of chaos ships like mm-hmm. you know like you know like the, the Nurgle ship starting getting all like fleshy and stuff on the inside yeah so like the Slaneshi like Titan is just gonna be like walls of dicks like, all <laughs> over the place he would be like he's like reporting Stevens what are you doing he's like still removing the dicks from section three <laughs> Damn, Jesus they're, they're coming back how do you sit on this chair <laughs> this is unholy <laughs> <laughs> the Titan is it's it's driven by you have to suck a dick to make it go God. forward. Was, was this like burn notice? What, <laughs> just, what, yeah. just, it's a four dick system to make a Titan move. A slanesh Titan. Oh my gosh. Sir, we purged the machine spirit, but we could not replace the controls. The controls have been ruined, so you're going to have to learn how to use the penises. <laughs> just, what, what was that movie just like? Movie like off a bunch of just, yeah. Left, 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 left. It, you jerk it in a circle. <laughs> was it like read after burning or whatever? The guy, like oh, George Clooney. Reading, yeah, that's right, with the chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's a slanty shield. That's how you fire all weapons. Uh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, oh man it, it was kind of neat like look at like the old lore for titans i think like back in the day like titan like chaos titans were only slanish and so that was kind of neat to see like early maybe it was the knights i think at one point like there was only slanishy knights yeah um and so it was kind of neat that they stuck with that you know like and later on like people would just like been making whatever the hell they want but like originally they were all just slanishy so um, what i loved after this was the kind of the response where you had the heretic of star days which, you know, is the term I'm now using apart from Chaos Basement because it sounds so much cooler. Uh-huh. It really does. Um, but you have the Heretic Astartes at- attacking the the um, Shadow Swords. Uh, like, you killed our Titan, we'll get you. And kind of like the jump scare when the guy looks up and there's just a ca- our Heretic Astartes, oh. like, open the hatch and be like, hey, fucker, what's up? And just, like, throws him like, out of the tank. Oh, throws, yeah. like, a grenade in there. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh man, that's you know, that's not good. That is not good. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought the book was over. I, was, I said, well, <laughs> nice knowing you, Bannock. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> he's dead. I mean, he's this would not be the first. Hour, man. <laughs> this wouldn't be the first forty kid book we read where everyone died at the end. Yeah. Was the common theme. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there was like fifty pages left, so I knew it wasn't the end, unless you know it was a really big outro. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. We still had like we had to re- at this point. We still had to resolve like the whole like the court and everything mm-hmm. and all the mm-hmm. governors and. But that was such a weird and, you know, like one-sided battle for sure. But it had those, like, those odd, uh, oh, the, the, that guy that you thought was dead jumps out of the closet and attacks you kind <laughs> of thing. <laughs> like, so Bannock was saved. As, you know, he tried to spear the, the – um, and I think, like, that was kind of it, – it, 
the the battle between the two. I think like Bandit got a lucky stab with his power sword right into the uh, yeah. He kept into it the hidden behind him. Yeah, so he so he gets him, and then you know, like one of the downsides, of course, to like the Emperor's children is like, oh, ooh, that hurts. Ooh, that's ooh, good. Yeah. That's real oh, nice. Yeah, because the guy was yeah. like. Hey, you killed my human heart. My, my no first heart. No one's ever touched me for like a thousand years. Thank you. I'm going to murder you now, but thank you for wounding me. I will you gave remember me you. the feeling of loss. Oh, uh-huh. so enjoyable. So he just had this like like hard on yeah. <laughs> for a while there. Oh, Got to take my <laughs> cock plate off. Oh. It's, it's, it's Emperor's children. They yeah. have a hard on for everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, Except you taxes. stupid man. <laughs> 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 like great job. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, that power armor surf is going to be like jet spraying that armor day and night. Oh, we can still use this. We can still use this. Oh God, just oh, storage to maximum. Yeah. Charge. <laughs> oh, so I, I like this whole scene it's because like it, just, it had me kind of like on the edge. Like the whole tactics yeah. they were using, they they had like a big long line of tanks going up forward to draw the titans out, and then mm. their titans to draw the warlord away mm-hmm. while the other tanks that are just Lehman rushes demolishers whatever uh kill managed to kill two two chaos reavers no problem but the warlord they couldn't handle so they had to set up this ambush with these three um shadow swords tucked underneath cover kind of kind of similar to like the old uh the world war ii german style where you mm-hmm. have them sitting there and you're rolling into town and all of a sudden this tank pops up out of nowhere and just unloads on you. <laughs> sniper and, tank <laughs> yeah you think it's completely free and they fuse the knee with the first shot, and the warlord turns and nukes all three of them. Uh, that was just like... It's like, ooh. And uh. somehow, Bannock's tank survived, because it slid down in the embankment and had to move to take the second shot. And uh-huh. So, you know, move, disconnect engine, shoot. Yeah. You know. and, oh, man, and yeah. Shadow swords are so unwieldy i mean, I, I understand yeah. it and i love it because it's like it's like you can't just move and fire your god weapon all over the god yeah place. See, it's that, a titan weapon if that's yeah. not a, a rule tank. in the new imperium imperial guard est uh whatever it is yeah. codex that uh shadow swords can't move and fire then uh it's not yeah real. well it is for me i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're i have this book right here should be a minus so. everything <laughs> minus everything <laughs> minus uh, shut the hell up you can't shoot can't you fire. moved i read the book Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. This piece of fiction says that I can do it, so I'm going yeah. to do it. Of course, according to the fiction, like space marines have like 12 wounds, yeah. <laughs> eight billion attacks. Well, if yeah. you're emperor's children, apparently. So. <laughs> so then we go. Let's go back to the uh, the governor's uh, hall. Well, isn't it at this point that the Black Templar show up? Because yeah. Bannock is a such a small so, story. So Bannock's yeah, right, cousin yeah. is running for his life from uh, trying to defend the tanks from the uh, heretic Astartes mm-hmm. and for his children mm-hmm. as they're charging him and failing miserably. So they're they're running for their whatever the uh, troop transport has, super heavies are to get away. Okay. And they, you know, people are like, he's trying to, they're trying to pull people into the back and get them out of there. And just people. And the driver just doesn't give a shit. The the driver is sitting there going, hey, you got about 10 seconds before the Astartes are too close for us to get away. So just sit down. We're leaving. He starts like mulching over people that are in the way. (laughs) Just just drove over other Marines or guys. And then the Black Templars show up. Who, by the way, I, they were in the blurb. They're in like a tiny, like four page chapter in the beginning and i mm-hmm. went well that was weird to include uh-huh. and then you never heard from them ever again <laughs> it was the, the obligatory mention. space yeah. marine chapter it's the uh, smoking templar at the start of a story has to come back <laughs> right the old Chekhov's templar yeah. mm. it's, it's beautiful but yeah so templar saved the day and then yeah back to our uh, <laughs> air quotes, air quotes. Save the day. Save the day. interplanetary um 
the politics. We have Justine, yeah. who um, is being persuaded by Div to go and kill um, the bizarre offspring of the governatress. Mm. So oh, that's right. The, she has a baby. Test tube baby. Like, she has a test tube baby. So she's like, no, nah, like see, ICU he's next attached to all yeah. these like. I don't even. I think at some point they kind of allude that it's not really. They don't like, allude. Alive. They say it right in the beginning. It's a, the, yeah, it's it's a contraption. Like because she couldn't have a kid or something yeah, like that. Or, yeah. yeah, and Dib describes it as a bundle of cloned organs and machine parts. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's nothing. So they kill the child, or I'm sorry, the uh, bundle of cloned organs and mm, machine parts. Right. So the Dustain or whatever his name is could take the and, throne when she. And then then they murder the governess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that clears a way for Destain to, to kind of take over as a planetary governor mm-hmm. um, and then also marry his aunt. Oh, my God. Oh, that scene yes. where he finally, like, mm. lays it down. Like. So before that, though, we have, <laughs> we have the kind of the wedding party. Oh. Brown. Where it starts off nice. So, I mean, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it's a really oh, well written scene. It really is. So, so there, there's the excess, and you see it from kind of from Dustain's point of view, where like it's just, you know, everyone's drinking this booze that the Space Marines took with, or the Heretic Astartes oh, took with them. It's like this and unending then, chalice of like anger and yeah. shit. Yeah, and, and you know he sees everyone happy. Delicious. You know oh. he has like chicks on his lap. He's you know mm-hmm. very like nailing people over tables. He's eating. He's drinking. Everyone's dancing, having fun. But every so often, it just kind of I feel flickers back to reality for a half like, second, and, mm-hmm. and it's just like he sees people eating other people, and other ones and, like stabbing and, and murder and rape and all and that mm-hmm. other kind of stuff. Weird sex orgies happening. And yeah. then as soon as he starts to kind of see that more and more, Dib's like, well, time to take your new wife to bed. No, that it's the uh, uh, Emperor's Children oh, commander yeah, yeah. Is, Com- is saying, oh, no, no, go yeah. ahead and drink more of the drink more of the tasty wine. He kind of took over where Dib's left yeah. off. So Dib kind of like did his job. And Dib was busy bonking the, boinking the, the somebody. Yeah. The yeah. Dib was doing the ant, too. Uh-huh. So, so, so he lays with the ant. Oh, there was like a moment where I think like, Dib comes in to talk to him is right before this ha- or not right before but a little bit before where um, I think like the, he starts to look like the ant and then like Dustain yeah, is he like does and oh you're the out with and, him. yeah and, and he's like they're whole touching hands and everything and he's like and then he starts like shifting back into Dib form and then back there, and forth and it's like it really confused the shit out of him there's he's a like, line oh, I'm so dirty there's a line in the book where they says like his second greatest fear was like. Uh, that Dib would like do something to him sexually, and mm-hmm. his first greatest fear was that he would enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> like they, they point out how like attractive Dib is to everyone, and kind of in this that that's that Slanesh kind of vibe where like everyone is like weirdly hot but soulless eyes. Mm. Um, so let, let's so he lays down. Let's talk. They, they lay down. He gets up in the morning. She's nowhere to be seen. Ooh. He has, like, the world's worst hangover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he walks down. There's dead bodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. People with, you know, sticking their hands in each other's, like, stomachs. And, you know. Yeah. Their face their skin faces is molded. skin molded together. Yeah. There's real, real kind of human centipede <laughs> level stuff Seriously. going on. Hellraiser. <laughs> um, again, Slanesh not being ran out of the fluff anytime soon. <laughs> um <laughs> And they go outside where they see the Heretic Astartes kind of surrounding, like, in a circle in the main square. And they're like, oh, hey, Disdain, great morning. Hey, thanks for last night. By the way, this chick's a portal now. And she turns yeah. into a literal portal. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's just sitting, uh, sitting there saying, how wonderful. 
This how wonderful. Which is something she'd been how saying wonderful. for a while, right? Yeah, like yeah. she'd been. It re- was her drug-induced do- kind of yeah. like response to everything. But so they, now that's all she says. They described it like she was a contorted into the shape of a portal. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I imagine it kind of. She's stretched out in a big circle, uh-huh. you know, but the center of her skin is stretched so thin that it's like see-through into Ooh. the demon realm. Oh, and her mouth is open, and she's just like, oh, this oh. feels so good. Oh, here we go, because I wanted to see here. Here we go. Uh, so her body had split and stretched, becoming a fleshy arch. Her limbs hung limply from either side. From the top dangled her arms, from the bottom her legs. Her head was set into the apex between crushed up shoulders, the obscene keystone to a hellish portal. <laughs> her vagina's the portal. Uh, um, so yeah. And so uh, it's at this point, Disdain's like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, he's, he's freaking out right now, actually, <laughs> having a moral conundrum and just mm. picks up a Laz pistol and fires a shot. Well, he doesn't even do that. He he picks it up, and he's like, oh, my God. And then the couple of uh, space marines just come and grab him. And I'm like, okay. And then he they crush the pistol in his fist and throw it I away. I remember. Was yeah. he going to shoot her, or was he going to shoot it, They the, don't say. Okay. I got the impression that he was going to try and shoot his aunt, but I don't remember. Yeah. He was threatening, <laughs> but not very much. <laughs> I'll shoot this gun. Yeah, at something. It, it wasn't oh. great. And the room, just like the the bodies, like the like even like all the bodies were there. So just bloody, nasty, gross yeah. everywhere. So so now smash cut. Yeah. To our tank crew mm-hmm. talking to the Black Templars, and the Black Templars are like, "Eh, it's fine. This guy, Dave over here, or, or I'm sorry, we got Dave now. We can't do that." This yeah, guy, right. Gary over here. Yeah. He's a black temple. Oh, he, right, he, right. He had uh he had some dreams. You know, mm-hmm. he saw the Emperor, he saw how he was gonna die, so now he's gonna go do that. It's all foreseen. We need your tank, by the way. Maybe. <laughs> so so they, they, they take the shadow sword with them and then kind of follow this group of black templars. There there's all kinds of fighting, and then the closer they get to the center of the capital, though, the fighting gets less and less, and the weird piles of sex bodies grow yeah. more and more and more. It's just cool. Well, yeah, I keep all it? my sex pile bodies in the center of my yeah. capital. <laughs> and, and I mean, <laughs> but, but it's quiet. Where else are you going to keep, you gonna keep yeah. them? <laughs> I mean, it's quiet. On it, the dining room table, usually. It, it's quiet. Centerpiece it is, um, but they're, they're very precise about the fact that they are the ones who did it to themselves. So it's mm-hmm. not like the, uh, the, the heretic stories I keep on saying it. Uh, it's not mm. like they're the ones who are, are doing it. They're not killing civilians. They're civilians yeah. are killing themselves in some With sex horror. And this is like, I think they're kind of like walking the line in their heads as to like what's really happening. And I think like they're kind of like, in a way, they're kind of keeping themselves safe from like under knowing that chaos exists and knowing that chaos is doing this thing too, right? Like just like the cognitive dissonance that's happening there where they're like, oh, this is really bizarre. Why did these people do this thing? Versus you, like you talking about the the citizens, the themselves. tank crew, the, oh, tank, the tank crew, crew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like they're not implicit, like complicit or whatever. And yeah, meanwhile, our new commissar Sorry. who's just attached to the tank is like, hey, probably don't pay attention to that, and keeps patting his bolt pistol. Like, don't don't you worry about that. Just keep on driving. Just, just keep going. <laughs> Follow the Black Templars on bikes. Mm-hmm. So of course, Black Templars on bikes, being much speedier than a twenty mile an hour blame, uh, shadow sword, <laughs> uh, make it to the center of the circle. Uh, and then the and fight starts. Pull and the best move oh. ever when you're riding a bike. 
They they mm. throw the bike at or jump off it and <laughs> slide into them as a weapon and then oh, do like sweet right. like power rolls all over the place. Killing guys with I the bike. I also bikes. wanted to make a diorama <laughs> of a guy being shot off the bike and just doing a sweet power roll and standing up. Uh, I just uh, want to make a diorama of a couple of them doing like somersaults off because that's what I picture. They just jumped mm. and did that, that I just, tuck and roll. I have mm. images of the tech marines being like, no, not the bike. There's a oh, spirit yeah. in there. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, no. You know how expensive those are? Come on. We have to paint it to make it happy. But but right off the bat, kind of the head um, Black Templar. The Emperor's Champion the, guy. No, no, no. The head Black Templar challenges the uh, Chaos Space Marine Lord. Mm. And then the Emperor's Champion challenges Dib. And Dib's like, sweet. And then turns into a four-armed snake person with no. poison swords. <laughs> this is boss fight. Yeah. Like, boss oh, yeah. Music queued up. Everything was going. <laughs> That's right. Final Fantasy boss fight. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, there's a, a really well-written fight as well. I mean, I mean it's, very it's well super written. intense. They're saying there's like, you know, triple the number of Heretic Astartes to, to Black Templars. Black Templars are felled down to two, but everyone else is murdered too. There's a really great scene where one of the Black Templars takes his power axe and, and trips a guy... Onto the ground, shoots him in the face with a bolt pistol while simultaneously times, yeah. like putting his power axe into the next guy. <laughs> it was just, it was incredibly yeah. descriptive and it was like very well done. Like it was it was yeah. Yeah. I, no complaints about that fight. There I, was a lot of like he's dead. Oh no, he's not. I like that Dostain is but... being restrained by one heretic Astartes <laughs> oh. with and, one hand, yeah. with one hand, and the guy and fi- he's firing his bolter at them with the other one, and the leader uh, whose name I can't remember. I'm going to say Adelaide or uh, Adeline. That's a city uh-huh. in Australia where gentlemen live. <laughs> yes, oh. Twitter I, told us. I love the gentleman Australia. So uh, the Trastoon. No, Trastoon's the bad guy commander. I'm talking about the Black Templar guy. It's, oh, the uh, Black Templar guy? Yeah, it starts with um, A. Adelard. Adelard. Oh, okay. okay. The fatter so version. Adelard, in the middle of the fight with Trastoon, fires two shots, killing the heretic Astartes that was firing at them. Oh. Uh, guarding Dostane, which just had well, me going. Dostane's <laughs> being a whiny bitch, being like, I wish I was dead. And then he sees the Black Templar, raise a bolt pistol, he's like, I deserve this. I'm going to. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I'm sorry, great. I atone. Doesn't he, like, try to get the bolter and fire it? He tried to pick up the bolter. This giant bolter that's as big as him almost. So, so he picks up the bolt pistol. <laughs> yeah. Which is as big as him. Well, yeah. he's pretty fat. Yeah, he's pretty fat. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's. Uh, I like that he picks it up and manages to shoot it. <laughs> yeah, with, for what he's done in my head, two hands. Yeah, you know, I'm just grabbing. He's grabbing. The, I got this gun, like a little kid holding a like a cap gun. No, uh, I'm was, shooting. What was mentioned was for this entire plan to go down, they needed to kill all of the Black Templars, and that would open the portal to mm-hmm. another world. Yeah, they let they're them close. through. So they let them through to go, and they they get really close. Um, and then they're like, oh, Dib gets, like, during the finale, like, Dib stabs into um, the Emperor's Champion's chest. Bastoin, who's the, the Emperor's Champion, stabs into his chest. And as he's dying, the Emperor's Champion stabs up and cuts him in half. Um, and Dib's like, oh, no. But, you know, oh, we need to kill this guy. And then they kill um, Dustain. Like, just yeah, Dustain's the last guy that has mm-hmm. to set the portal free and so he sets the portal free and it talks about how this portal starts like expanding out and faces kind of come into reality uh. and all these demonettes started kind of filling the courtyard uh, um by this point our, our uh, shadow sword is caught up and, and powered powered up as well and the commissar is like do not look at, at that please do not look at that <laughs> just uh, ignore it ignore yeah. it 
and they Close take a shot of Feel blind the force. faith because they're like, we got to shoot that gate thing. And they're like, do not look at the gate. Just shoot the gate. Um, that's, that's what they were told. You just shoot the gate. When we, when we give you it. the signal. Yeah. So com- Lieutenant Bannock is, of course, sitting there. We have to wait for uh, Adeline's signal. Um, if, if he doesn't <laughs> give us the signal, he's not clear. We can't John shoot. John just twitched a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Adeline is, it, it might yeah. be a city, yeah. but it's not, I mean. Adelaide uh, is a city. Adelaide, Adeline. Uh, so whatever his name was. And I just literally got Adelard. something in my eye. I just got something in my eye and it was like winking like that. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> You're in <laughs> trouble. Um, so, so yeah, they fire a Titan killer weapon at a human woman <laughs> who was distorted into a gate. Who was just shitting out demonettes. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Birthing, where, I'm sorry. It's not where birth- demonettes come from. <laughs> well, it's from the taint, right? Yeah, birthing from, from the taint. Right. Yeah. The chaos taint. The chaos taint. Um, <laughs> and then, so, we had kind of, like, the only thing I wasn't super happy about, like, all the demonettes start pouring out. They take physical form. But because the doorway they used to come in got destroyed, all the ones who were already there went away. Mm. Um, kind of dematerialized. Yeah, it was kind of like, a, you know, a Phantom Menace moment where they can <laughs> destroy one ship and I, the entire droid army stops. Uh, that's That was the one thing that I went, oh, he didn't have an he didn't have an answer for this. He wrote this and then went, all right, we killed it. What? Oh, I mean, demonettes. I what feel do do? it would have been um, a little more satisfying mm-hmm. if they just destroyed the portal before all the demonettes. But as they were trying to come. Right. Through. Yeah. yeah. But have them breaching it or like pushing, to, to be trying to push fair, through. Or, right. If that happened, we couldn't have had the ending we had where inside the tank they're talking about what they saw and what they saw was a town square full of demons right which they oh. said that's not possible earlier in the book they said demons that's not those and, are yeah. those are myth they don't and really the exist there, and the commissar's there and the commissar like guys the commissar's like oh, okay uh, i'm just gonna pull out my bolt gun i just have to murder you all now because you're not supposed to know that and then he gets shipped to death from behind by one of the tank crew the, the salvar this, chemdog. yeah yeah the chemdog <laughs> his meth ran out <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I, rationally like. i love the so <clears throat> i didn't know about the in the commissar going to nuke their faces off if mm. they saw demons that i was like what's he doing that guy's nuts i fully thought he was somehow connected and i thought tainted. it was going to yeah i thought he was tainted going yeah. a totally different direction and then mm-hmm. it was revealed. you gotta remember like the imperium toes this line that these things don't exist yeah demons the, don't we, exist. we can't know about it bad space marines exist sure but demons no well yeah they're just that's traitors. in history so um, the Salvar Chemdog just shows up out of nowhere as like, step, step, step. Yeah. And, and he stabs him in the back, falls down. The guy's still alive. And he gets on top of him and Bannock Step, step, step. Don't, don't do it. He's like, I have to. And then kills him. I think they had this like great like dialogue. Like this they is did. one of my favorite parts of the book too. Is like where now there's like this moral like a dilemma. Like, all right, well, I think who was it? Was it Megan or somebody was like, I have to report this. It was. And the, they're like, the no, second lieutenant you really guy. shouldn't. Yeah, Megan then. No, Megan's like, Megan's the gun. It was, right, but um, it was also the second. No, no, nope. second commander. Yeah, yeah, was the second yeah. commander. Oh, okay, so it's like, all right, well, we have to turn you in. Like, no, you really don't, but, because they were going to kill us all. And yeah, it, it's uh, it was us or him. And if you say that you, you know, we're all agreeing, we're never going to talk about this after uh-huh. after the chem dog who is kind of you know this low level guy, or was it the chem dog or was the no, feral guy? It was the chem dog. Was it golf? Yeah, it was the chem dog. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So he scrappy. Shome. Shome. There you go. Shome. And it was Epirelliant, the second mm, commander. Yeah. Like, uh, he was like, I, I can't guarantee that I'm not going to report this. Right, because he was like, I, all I know is my rules, and I have yeah. to follow my rules. And my I think it wasn't like Bannock, like, dude, then I'm going to shoot you. Bannock <laughs> was, and, he, and then Epirelliant was like, you're not going to shoot me. And then he hears like the rescue team yeah, coming they're all getting to start closer, knocking on the hatch. Closer and, and closer. And as he's getting time. closer, he just straight up shoots him in the face. 
mm. and he kills Epirelian. And then Bannock just says, oh, yeah, some weird witch force took him over. It took over the commissar and, and commissar shot him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we killed the commissar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Neat little bow. Uh, that was great. Wrapped it up nicely. So, yeah. And then that was it. And they all agreed they were to never talk of what they saw again because if they did, they would die. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the exchange between the Salvar Chemdog telling them, listen, our people, the Salvar Chemdogs are trash. You think we're trash, but we see stuff and we tell the rest of the Salvar chem dogs like he knew about it going in mm-hmm. about demons like he knew they were real and knew what was going to happen so that's mm-hmm. why he was right there to be like snick 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 right in the commissar's back you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of neat like nobody listens to the chem dogs so it doesn't matter right. like they kind of keep their lore to themselves and their lore happens to be about chaos yeah yeah. Well, and the commissars nuking an entire Salvar Kemdog <laughs> unit, you know, after they, it's like, we've de- we've defeated the these, yay. And they go, yeah. Not I. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Except that they didn't. And then outro um, yeah. to space where um, Bannock's uncle is retiring. And then I like the duality of the family stories, by the way. I just noticed between the uncle and the nephews and the proper transition of power. Mm, yeah. And, mm. and the improper murder your aunt, fuck your other aunt, uh, sell your soul to chaos transition that the planetary did. Uh, and then we find that uh, Bannock is now not a Shadow Sword or a Baneblade lieutenant. He is, in fact, a, I think, a company lieutenant now. He's mm. so company the, commander. So, uh, what is it? Um, Merrick or somebody who is the actual company commander has the black lung pop oh, up, yeah. I guess. That's right. He's <laughs> <laughs> a black lung. And they allude to it the whole time where he's coughing blood into a napkin. Oh, and, you yeah. know, they're, but they're just not, uh, they're ignoring it. You know, uh-huh. They're letting it pretend they don't see it because sure. he's their well commander. i liked when he was talking <laughs> yeah, about it. i was like yeah i need lung replacements but i can't afford them and even mm-hmm. if i could afford them they wouldn't be very good yeah so yeah he gets a promotion for all of his work and then but he didn't want it he wanted he, he didn't he didn't want it but he took yeah. it anyway um <laughs> I, I like they talked about the inquisition had declared uh the, the planet as tra- traitorous uh, and the planet was to be depopulated and resettled. resettled. Mm. So we find out that means that they're going to take every single person off that planet, interview them, and either murder them or turn them into slaves. <laughs> Penal colony uh, Penal fighting colony, units yeah. or, uh, or worker slaves in a different... Oh, and in what I assume is not an uh, exaggeration, uh, the funeral pyres of those deemed unsuitable mm. uh, was visible from orbit. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yay, 40K ending. Yeah. So, I completely stopped at that and started doing the math of how big a body pyre would have <laughs> to, be really? to be able to yeah. see from okay. space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, at work, I was. How did that math? I couldn't. I was just, I'm thinking, so, if I was on the, the International Space Station right now, how how big so, something like that would have to be? I wonder if they, somebody has, so, like, figured out the lumens of an ignited human body. Well, just a, you could take, go, go ahead and edit around this. You know, as yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. Let, let's do some Google Maps. So you got to be how big is something yes. to see from space? I, I couldn't do enough math to figure it out myself then. Okay. While still trying to work or make it seem like Lumes I was working today. Of burning fires. Oh, yeah. Visible. Man. Oh, my God. Mm. There's a... Uh, yeah, the search engine wants to automatically populate a oh, yeah. burning man. <laughs> smoke from smoke from oh, Canada yeah. wilderness visible from space. The devastating wildfires overrunning the Fort McMurray area of Alberta, Canada, are growing so large that smoke is visible from space. Okay, they covered two twenty five hundred or yeah quarter of a million acres. 
Well, that's so you're looking at that a as a acres. That's, that's a lot of that's. I mean, you're kind of getting more of a, the big wildfire. I guess the question is, uh, can we get the International Space Station on the phone right now? We can just ask them, hey, when Burning Man happens, can you see the giant Burning Man in the middle of it? You know, <laughs> is that visible from okay, space? Okay, so how many cars fit in an acre? Um, uh, uh, one acre of land fits 242 cars. You know, so <laughs> if you were to assume that you could fit four people in there, right? Four people in a car. Right. So that would be 242 times four bodies, right? We're just assuming like a body is about the same space, or four bodies is about the same space as so one we're talking car, your regular right? sedan, not like an yeah, Aston like a, Martin yeah. or not something. Not like not like my beautiful truck. No. Not like a VW Bug or anything. <laughs> it's, it's real. So so we're going to go, oh, they changed the calculator app. Holy cow. So yeah. we have four Terrible. times, what, hmm. what did I say, 280? 280? Maybe. I, I wasn't sure. actually listening, I'm going to be honest. I mean, that's, that's, that's 242. Okay. So we're going to go four times 242 times 250,000. <laughs> That's going to be at 242 million bodies. You, uh, uh, I don't think many people made it to the penal no. legion. Well, because yeah. there was like four giant ships taking off with the penal legion people at the same time, you know. This Here, here's here's on. one that says that there was a massive fire at a garbage dump in Mumbai, India, that was so intense it was caught on camera by NASA Earth observation satellite. So, mm-hmm. so there you go. So I guess it ranges you, in size. You know, during this entire bit here, as we don't edit it around, yeah, we, there, there will be our one mathematician <laughs> listener screaming, "It's two hundred and eighty body." You know, it's just like he's already done the math in his head. Yeah. Oh, no, dude, dude, send us that math. Yeah, and then you have to like look at like uh, atmospheric interference. Then you have to look at what's the cloud cover like. What's yeah, the, was the <laughs> <laughs> will rain the whole time, so it's got to be really big to burn. Yeah, there's some quite somewhere, a model that they're got to produce for somewhere this. Somewhere <laughs> corn is just like good, good. Uh, it don't um, matter. It's a lot. <laughs> but I really, and the third book will be about corn. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I enjoyed this book a lot. Um, it, I don't know if there'll be a third book. I mean, there's more Baneblade variants out there. Mm-hmm. There, there should be. But I mean, where does the story go at this point? You have um, yeah, Bannock, uh, who's promoted out of the tank. Uh, oh no, no! They specifically say he commands from the tank. Yeah, he commands yeah. from the he commands from. Uh, so that's when he gets promoted to the Hellhammer, which is, I think, more of a command tank. Well, I mean, you could go into like more of like an intrigue thing, like you know, like kind of like uh, with um, the Beast Arises. You know, like that wasn't necessarily granular combat and like granular like boots on the ground like uh, intrigue. You know, like it was more of like political in nature. So yeah. I mean, you you could go anywhere really with it. So he he's gonna get Ostracon's rebirth is the name of the tank that he's going to be commanding. Oh, shut up, you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, you can go anywhere. Look but, on the internet. But, yeah, no, I mean, I had the book open. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, which, is, which is sad that I couldn't look up the name of the Space Marine to be able to say it right. <laughs> um, but, you know, right now, what do you got left? How many mm-hmm. of the crew members were left when they they started with seven to start with? Mm-hmm. I think they're doing two like died, two or three. Three. I think it's three or it's yeah, yeah three left after he killed his uh, second lieutenant or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Not so, a yeah. lot left. No. But, but I mean, well, it'll I think, be repopulated. Yeah. I think uh, Bannock, will, Bannock will be back. I enjoy mm-hmm. the character. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy the kind of the, just the, the guard. I yeah. mean, honestly, I mean, like, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's really nice, especially because, like, we've done this podcast for, what, like, two years, over two years? Uh, yeah. And we've done a ton of Space Marine Battle yeah. Books. I thought yeah, it was only two years. episodes. This is the second episode, right? <laughs> 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 the only two that matters, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we've done a ton of Space Marine Battle Books. We did the Beast Arises series. But, and, you know, even talking about High Lords isn't just regular boots on the ground guys. Uh-huh. And I think it's just, it's it's really interesting to see how kind of a regular guy kind of deals with, with war. Yeah. And this book was really good with that. How they deal with demons. Uh, how they deal with, you know, the Inquisition and, and 
and commissars and yeah all that kind of stuff i i enjoyed the commissar interaction with jonas the cousin who started off yeah who without any sort of provocation i i enjoyed you know he the commissar had a couple good lines and one of them is you know uh, i can't remember what the actual line was but the basic gist of it was listen i'm here to enforce and if you're doing your job to the best of your ability I don't have a problem with you having a few vices as they're sitting there getting ready to drink some liquor that they stole, right be- that they stole <laughs> from, <laughs> from uh, yeah. you know, right before the big battle against the mm-hmm. Titans. And he said, listen, you know, whatever you got to do, do it as long as we win. Mm-hmm. That's fine. As opposed to the other commissar who was like, you'll obey your orders or I'll shoot you right now. And he got yeah. shanked. And then he got shanked. So let that be a lesson to you, commissars. <laughs> Don't do your job, right. <laughs> Be um. friendly or get shanked. Okay. <laughs> oh, Snitch, snitches get stitches, commissar. Hardcore course. Ted. Yeah. I know you. You read this like way. Oh yeah. Ago. No, it's a blast but, from the uh, past. Yeah. Well, what, what are your thoughts? Kind of like, closing um, thoughts on this. Game? I mean, I, th- I think that it was like a. The thing that I really thoroughly enjoyed about this, um, you know, some books I I think are just kind of like uh, bolter porn and they just like take you through the motions of like, this is combat and like here's shiny armor versus, you know, like these epic, you know, like monsters and so on. And I, I appreciated the the humanity, I think, of this. And so a lot of any of these books where like you get to see like people interacting in, in environments that are relatable. Um, and I think like of the books that we've read, this is probably one of the more like human and r- yeah. more relatable on like a, like a real way, you know, like I could see like, okay, that's probably what it would be like. I could see, you know, like the, the descriptions of the, the muddy ground as they walked into the tent and like, you know, the people kind of second guessing like that, the, the dogma, the Imperial dogma and stuff like that was, you know, that's stuff that I would be thinking, you know, like, God, this yeah. is such baloney, what the fuck, but whatever, you know, like, you also mm-hmm. see, like, the, you know, you just kind of accept certain things um, and move on in, like, a practical sense. So, I, I think it was really, it was really good like that. So, yeah. I, I really, I, it, there was no suspen- suspension of disbelief for the most no. part. Yeah. No. And like I said, I really enjoyed the duality in stories as well, mm-hmm. because, like, you know, the, the, the ascension stuff happening rank-wise on both sides were, you know, yeah. how to do it right, how to do it heretically. Uh, and then... The differing views on religion as well. I really like kind of like, you know, yeah. our god emperor is real. Yeah. Oh, your machine god is dumb. <laughs> you know, and it's like both of them yeah. are valid to the people and all that other kind of fun stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. I did. I, I'm going to go back and read Baneblade now. Mm, um, but yeah. it's made me like super hyped for more of the street level stuff. So I'm going to go back and make sure I read the um, Carrion Throne about kind of the yeah. Of world. Yeah, I want to um, see that. One. I'm way more interested in kind of political thrillers mm-hmm. and um kind of ground stuff now from gw because mm-hmm. the stuff we've read like to me the best parts of beast arises and the best parts of this were the like the the political machinations and all that other stuff yeah and i really like right. the idea where you have like a role where like your planetary governor whereas your one rule is pay your bill yeah, yeah that uh do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want i don't care See, I think like th- this is yeah. definitely like the the books that stand out are going to be like those that like show like the human interest and uh, like the politics and stuff like that. Because I think like in a way like our experience with 40k is the battle. Like I mean, we're playing the story on the tabletop. Like we're creating like our reasons for why like our two space marine chapters are fighting over some you know like the relic or whatever. You know, like time and again, <laughs> we're, like we're doing what's the reason this time? Yeah. You know, so yeah. so even though like it might not be accurate, it's still like we're exper- we've experienced that story over and over and over and over so it is like these other things that kind of like flesh out the world you know like it's that you know the the politics of Angorage. it's the you know like the um the bar fight yeah. <laughs> or the calvar sem dog yeah. or yeah. you know it's i like, mean oh. 
from this book, I would love to kind of make a mission, which is just a bar fight. Mm -hmm. You know, like just to, or a mission where you have like one Bane Blade versus three triple lies predators. Obviously, <laughs> Bane Blade would have to go first because. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, like, and even like the assault on the hill, mm -hmm. um, th there's a lot of great potential. Like, and and I think the way this book is, I mean, obviously we know at this point all Black Library books are written to sell models. I mean, that's that's fine. That that's what they're there for. Yeah. Um, but all of these books, uh, the, the battle scenes in here are all things I can see translated to tabletop very easily. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yes, all of them can take place. But let's be honest, if I've got three tank killer chaos predators versus <laughs> i got a feeling that it's really not going to be especially if it's one that's already damaged well, no, if yeah. you set up the, no but if you set up the board and it's all about positioning and moving and yeah. you know the predators have to have certain lines mm -hmm. and you're still only hitting on threes and when you're facing kind of a bane blade that can take you out in one shot so i mean there, there's there's ways around it. there's gonna be a rule tweaks and like uh, yeah, yeah for something like that like you know the yeah. bane blade uh in game terms doesn't move as fast i mean like is in story terms doesn't move as fast as the game terms right. version like yeah. at all like, well, which just like, zooms around like yeah, God, yeah. Okay. and you know so there's a lot of things like i mean maybe you know like it was already wounded by that point so like you're the knock it down some wounds yeah. like you, you, you could tailor it to where it would be an interesting but, fight it'd be more like scientific than it would be right. like, like i said hey, and this let's is, play this competitive game this isn't competitive stuff but like yeah. this can translate really well to like a narrative a fun game. narrative game yeah. i mean you could make a literally really good narrative campaign based on books Some or based on this book here. yeah um and it would be somewhat balanced as well i feel yeah. uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the uh, the vagina teleporter so go ahead and i'm uh, gonna model, model that, that out, of, <laughs> out of green stuff and dark elder slaves at seen... one point did you have you had the vagina rock on your uh orc uh it's still <laughs> like on there yeah, board, so. my, my orc display board <laughs> there's a girl's there, head on it there's a hidden vagina yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that's that that's okay that that was shadow sword it's awesome yeah, you it, should read it it was really good and and i think i told you it was for me it was tough to get into like i, I did get a message a few days ago being like dude uh well how are you doing this i'm like oh page 100 not me too i can't i can't go oh uh, wow yeah, yeah. really I'm like just keep going it's fine he he had uh guy did it was setting his stage very well but for me and when i'm reading a book I don't need you to set my stage that in-depthly. This is... Okay, so uh. something I've noticed in all of the Black Library books we read is the first third is world-building. Mm. And then the second like third is kind of story progression. And then the third world is push all the pieces down. Or the third act is like push all the pieces down. Mm. Yeah, but so. there's always this like very intense world-building because there's stuff we need to know because we're in the unfortunate situation where we are within kind of a, a toolbox or kind of a fun place that is 40k a big sandbox. literally yeah. anything is possible mm -hmm. just, a, a world which has eyes on the ground and hands coming out of the cave it's possible no like problem. an ice world like a, a death world so you really have to have that scene setting up to kind of make sure you know exactly what's going on mm -hmm. um and, and we're not all, all great like you dave some of us do need that world building <laughs> kind of get it in there. but yeah it's kind of because yeah it when you have somewhere with no rules, you need to establish the boundaries, okay. and kind of that—that's what happened in this book here. At the first, like the first, uh, the first round battle was showing how the Imperial Guard, uh, uh, like, w functions in a large scale battle, and then we see how they function in a small scale battle, right. and then at the end, kind of, it's, it's kind of a, a, an amalgamation mix of those things. Um, so, kind of, is again, it's Chekhov's tactics. Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's it, all paying off. Basically, I, I would like to say that if you are like me and you kind of are noticing that, like you've been playing for years, you know the lore, you know the storyline, and you don't really need it, slog through it anyway. 
because okay. literally you will get to that point where suddenly the story grabs you. Like mm-hmm. for me, yeah. for me, it was the bar fight that I, yeah, I got a little teary eyed afterwards when the, he was saying, "Oh, they're becoming a team." I was like, "They're becoming a team." It's like the replacement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. You know, it's, it's just they're all it's perfect. You go, buddies. I'm, p- I'm part of the Beyblade team. And that was when I groups looked at the people I work with and said, the next one of you that says anything to me till I finish this book, I'm going to punch, so go away. And then your boss is like, office. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. he, uh, You're he on got, the clock, he why? He got on a plane at 11 today, so uh, mm. he flew away. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, Sweet. that's, uh, yeah, that's that Shadow good. Sword. Yeah. Fantastic read. Good suggestion, Ted. Yeah. yeah. Really good. <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, take a quick break. We're going to come back and wrap it up, I think. Yeah. The new Mark 3A uses a ceramic overplus steel with a buttress carbon composite frame. What? Oh, yeah. Which one of those is it? Uh, all of them. Oh, neat. Hey, is this a cup holder? Yes. The driver's compartment has a cup holder as an optional accessory. No way. Shut up. Cup holders? Well, not everybody has a life support system. So for the exploratory group of mortals we felt... Cup holders? I'll take it. Mark 3A also has a traditional... Quad thermal reactor. Hey, do you think I could try it out? Well, of course. The ignition is on the dash rack. I brought my favorite travel mug. I got it in this amazing bakery in the Segmentum just outside of Armageddon a few years back. Oh my gosh, perfect fit. So anyway, as you can see, the new Mark 3A has a power coupler interface in the top hatch to allow the mod weapon components that can be... Does this have a heater in it? I hate it when recap gets cold. If the coffee holder had a heater, that would just make my day. Oh, uh, we hadn't considered that as most chapters view Astartes drivers and most of you Astartes don't drink Greek app. But I suppose we could build you something. Great! You tech priests are the best! Do you want to see the comms unit specs? Nah, I'm good. Is there anything that can... No, this will take... We'll take 11 of them. Thank you. The Emperor protects. Space Marine hate change. How do you convince him to upgrade to the new Mark 3A? Cup holders, believe it or not. Oh, cup holders. Brand new Mars pattern Mark 3A Rhino. New with cup holders. Wrap it up. Oh, we're back. It's the <laughs> legendary fake break. A fake break? What? For you, is a real break. <laughs> I, I went to the bathroom for 20 minutes. What are you talking about, fake break? <laughs> yeah, we talked about a shitload while you were away. Oh, yeah, yeah. A shitload. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been this episode. We love Shadow Sword. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our book reviews are a little drier, but damn it, we love reading. What are you and talking we about? we love stories. Like our book reviews. Oh, and there's, there's vaginas yeah. and portals and orgies with mouth sewing. Uh, um, mm. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Uh, oh, other news. Oh, I, I decided to to use my airline miles and go to Las Vegas next Whoa. year for, for, for LVL. Oh, poor Can, Las Vegas. Poor Las Vegas going to try and retain that... retain my third place title in the friendly. Yeah, going to pull those orcs out of the oh, storage. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So you taking the wife this time? From what Take, I hear, taking the wife this time. That's why I'm doing the 40k GT. Cool. Because you're like, we can go, but we got to have a day for me and you in Vegas. I'm like, absolutely. And I'm like, kind of looking at all the three-day events, like, nope, nope, nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there is, however, what they call at uh, the Las Vegas Open a Gladiator GT, which I was super tempted to do. It's new this year, right? So it's new this year. It's 2,500 points, mm-hmm. zero restrictions. Oh, wow. Are you going to do it? No. Okay. Uh, the only list I could come up with that I would want to do was 83 Malefic Lords. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, 15 command points, 18 command points. Okay. 
Uh, and it's an army of 83 characters, mm-hmm. so you can only mm-hmm. target one person a turn. Oh, <laughs> fucking monster. You're oh, a monster. It's disgusting. Yeah, but they're going to be nerfed hardcore because <laughs> they're really over underpriced and oh, overpowered. God, I sure, I, you know what? I don't, I don't have a problem with them, but you are right. They are ridiculous. And 83 of them, I would probably yeah. like, well, yeah. poop. <laughs> so, so that looked like fun but yeah, yeah. no I, I, I just went back to the friendly I had a blast last year hope to have mm. another good time this yeah, year it was a good time um, and then yeah kind of just relax a little bit cool. and then before I have to go back to Scotland next summer oh. <sighs> so good yeah yeah that's good cool. times I, uh, I take PayPal by the way for that uh, the command tanks awesome <laughs> uh, Ted you working on a new shirt design right Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. So, uh, we're still we'll, under we'll announce wraps. it. Like, mm. We'll announce it when it's ready. Yeah, we'll have a sweet little YouTube video. That's just a PowerPoint slideshow that says uh, "Go to this site." Sweet. <laughs> it's just going to be a picture of me reading Twitter, then a picture of me drawing something in pencil, and then a picture of Ted doing Spending it. Spending forty hours worth yeah. of rendering. Oh. Mm. Ooh, renders. Mm. Right. Well. If you get bored, follow me on Twitter at Mob Rules John. Follow Ted on Twitter at BC4D. Or follow Dave on Twitter at Alpha Devil in AK. Yes, at Alpha Devil in AK. Alpha Devil. I, I didn't know if it was Alpha Dog or Alpha Devil. That was yeah, a great Alpha movie. <laughs> Alpha Devil in AK. Uh, look at our Facebook page. We, I, yeah. I, I do stuff there sometimes. Ted does more. <laughs> uh, look at our YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, Ted does uh, more. That one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think every week we got something. Every week every something. Week, yeah. yeah, and I have like three battle reports stored <laughs> up. I need to get oh, out good, there. Oh, good. I uh, just man, I want to do the standard excuse of Jesus Christ work was crazy this past yeah. like two weeks. I, I, I got into a role now. I think like where a lot of those like those videos, you know, it, it, there's a procedure, so it, it makes it really easy. I just keep like, getting the because I'm like, okay, and as re- I'm filming, I'm like, I need to cut that. Okay, I got to I, I got to <laughs> record an intro, which means I got to get out two <clears throat> sets of lights and set it up, put it in oh, the corner, yeah. do all this, and I'm like, I have seventeen. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we'll get those up there. So I have some really good battles <clears throat> yeah. from uh, Ursa competitive tournament. Uh, I'm going to be streaming and recording um, the the friendly or the Ultramar Cup. Mm. Uh, on uh, this weekend or tomorrow because cool. you listen to it live yeah, yeah. and I'm going to be playing in and the Ultramar Dave Cup Dave will be wow. playing in the Ultramar Cup and Ted might drop by and say hi uh, yeah I'll, I'll definitely stop by yeah yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun yeah it'll be great I'm curious although I, I, just, I was just thinking about it like I won that friendly tournament like uh, two years ago so I can't be part that of it that was the MJ's oh that doesn't count yeah, yeah. because it was a friendly Sweet. tournament and you took a Spartan and a Death Storm drop pot <laughs> what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was fun. Well, on that note, Ted had a lot of fun then. Yay, Yay. it was friendly for me. Okay, so for Mob Rules, I've been John. Hi, John. I'm Ted. And I've been Dave. Okay. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at the mob at tophat arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks. Today on Mob Rules, we talk about primer, but no primer. We talk Purity about. Primer. Uh... <laughs> okay, start again. <laughs>